I was waiting for y'all to start bullying Craig. I'm proud of y'all. Oh, sorry, Craig. Fuck you. You're a little bitch. You don't even do cocaine. Why do you act like you do? You're not a bear. Hmm. Welcome to Tangents, everyone. Nathan's not here to do our big hype intro. What's a tangent? I thought that Welcome was just terminology. Notice us. Look, we are still here. I was lying to you. Know? Did you know that a raccoon can squeeze into spaces as small as no, three and a no, quarter inches? No, no, no. And no, the human no, anus no. can stretch up to eight inches before it tears? We have a lot to talk about this episode. <laughs> so proud of that fact. <laughs> it's a fun okay. fact. So, before we jump into the episode, because, oh my god, we have a whole list of things we can talk about. Because it's been a minute before we recorded. Um, I asked Jeremy and Drew uh, what movie scene kind of ruined a movie for them. Like, the rule is it is a movie you had to have been excited for. When you went to see it, one particular scene popped up and you're like, oh, it's, it's going to be a shit movie. Would y'all like my answer first? Sure, go ahead. Sure. Transformers, Age of Extinction, when they <laughs> sat there and defended a 20-year-old dating a, mi a minor. Oh. Because, no joke, the guy's like, oh yeah, we have the Romeo and Juliet law because we dated when we were both minors. However, that would mean that this guy was a 17-year-old dating a 14-year-old. Ooh. Yeah. As soon as that scene hit, I was like, Mark, Marky Mark, shoot this motherfucker, please. Don't. The writers could have made her 18 or 19. They could have avoided all this, but no, they, they dug deep on defending a minor dating, or a... An adult dating a minor. It was, it was not good. Yeah, and, uh, I haven't seen that one. It's yeah, not it's good. The, it's the Romeo and Juliet law, you know, Kyle. That's the thing that makes sense at all. <sighs> Doesn't that only count for unaliving? <laughs> kind of. it's, that's it's a funny. terrible play. God, and like. Six people died for a three-day romance. No, what's funnier is, um, wait, three-day? Yeah, yeah, Romeo and Juliet's only, like, three, three days. days long. Oh, yeah. Well, funny, funnier, uh, Age of Extinction is on my list, too. Not just for, not because of that, but, oh, wait, my turn. I, I, was, about, well, I was about to say, uh, if you, one of y'all want to go, go right ahead. Okay, for me, it's it's two of them that I can really think of. Sorry, I'm also eating at the same time. That's fine. It's Age of Extinction, but more so when they barely did the Dino Bots. That's also on my list. They fucking <laughs> build these trailers around the Dino Bots, and they're in like ten minutes of a three-hour movie. <laughs> I was so excited to see Grimlock, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna get to fucking see him. And he gets to him, like, the fuck? Uh, my, my second one is, who's, who here has seen The Mist? Yes. The 
the mist. Did that have Marky Mark in it? No, no it that was uh, the happening. This is the one that the had happening. Punisher in it. I don't think I saw that one then. It's really good, but I'm, I'm going to ruin the ending for you. That's fine. It's also like a very old movie. Yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah, but either way, seven. I'm looking at it on IMDb right now. Oh, this is the one where they're stuck in the grocery store, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, so I was really excited for this movie because I love Thomas Jane. I love anything he's in. And I'm, I'm watching the movie. It's all it's all really good. I was really impressed. And then the ending scene ruined it for me. I'm gonna be hard disagree on that one. I thought the ending was amazing. No, I, it pissed me off because, like, they should have waited. Uh, is that perfect little punch to the gut? Stephen King even prefers that ending over the book ending. Like, because The Mist was, a, I think, a short story, if I remember so. right. But, God, that ending was so good for a horror movie. Just the perfect lose... A, there be monsters here, lose all hope. I mean, again, it was good, but at the same time, like, I'm just watching this like, fucking hell. <laughs> I think that right there is the reaction they wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gave them the perfect reaction to the ending. Oh, but those are good choices. And I am... <laughs> I'm right there with you on Age of Extinction. That whole movie is just... Ugh. Wait, have y'all seen the newest one yet? Not yet. I'm, no. I'm waiting until we have more money to be able to go see it. Fair. I'm waiting until it hits streaming. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I've watched uh, the YouTube series Pitch Meeting, and I watched the episode about it, and... Yeah, I, I can't wait for y'all to watch the movie so we can talk about it. That's her. All right, Jeremy, what you got? Okay, so I don't, for the first first one, I don't have any movie in particular because there's hundreds of movies that do this and it pisses me off every time. Okay. When the Foley department fucks up the gun audio. The most recent version of it was in the new Scream movie. Me and Lorna were watching it. And um, I can't ever think of her name. The reporter. She pulls out a gun while she's being chased by uh, Ghostface. No, I can't remember either. I know it too. She shoots it twice and it's a normal non-suppressed gun. Shoots it three more times at him and it has. A, it sounds like it has a suppressor on it. <laughs> Shoots it three more times and it alternates between the two. And the last shot is what sounds like a rifle shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just it pissed me off head. so bad. I literally just, stood up off the couch, started yelling at the TV. I'm just picturing in my head. It's like she fires twice. It sounds like a normal gun. She fires three times. It has a silencer. She if she fires another two times, it's a completely different gun. She fires five more times, and now it's a knife. And <laughs> that's another thing about it that pisses me off when they uh when they have an infinite amount of ammo in their gun. Yes, when they're sitting oh there with 
with the nine shot max revolver and they shoot it 16 17 times because they're like i oh, hate that so oh, much a normal magazine will hold 16 rounds in one in the chamber for a bigger gun oh we're gonna shoot it this many times uh for me on one of those it was a uh, ragnarok the fact that the executioner had magic clips <laughs> yeah. And I was like, my, my friend Nathan, or my friend Nathan, my friend Lewis, we were all like, we were watching it, and we're like, okay, why the fuck isn't he running out of clips yet? What, what, what the fuck? Like, is, it, are these enchanted or something? <laughs> Which, to be fair, since he's ha- he had them for a while up there, he could have got them enchanted. They were, yeah. Out. yeah. But and then he finally <laughs> ran out. Behold. <laughs> His stuff. <laughs> oh, that was God, funny. I love Carl Urban. Weren't the guns called Dez Instruction? Yes. It was something like that. It was Dez and Destruction, or I want to say Pain and Panic, but that's also the names from Hercules. Look, if he named his guns Pain and Panic, I would have died laughing so hard. God, I love Carl Urban. He's such a good actor. But, and, wait, before I go on that tangent, Jeremy, was there anything else on your list you wanted to mention? Um, yes, there was, but I forgot what it was. I got so heated about the other thing. That's all right. <laughs> if it comes back, just say, yeah, oh, it, I remember. Just <laughs> just weapon weapon errors in movies, like, them not knowing how to use them or something like that correctly, even though, excuse me, even though like the character's supposed to be very proficient in it and they fuck it up, I'm like, uh, it, it just pisses me off. That type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had more too, but I can't remember what I wrote down because my phone's in my pocket. That's all right. If y'all remember, y'all just pipe up and let me know. Uh, it won't but, be uh, in my pocket. I'm not pulling it out. About Chickawawa? No. <laughs> Alright, so, that's the, Carl Urban is the perfect segue to Mortal Kombat, because not only did we get a gameplay trailer for the newest Mortal Kombat game, aka Mortal Kombat 1, but we also got a cast listing for Mortal Kombat 2, the movie. The, The numbering system's a little off for me. It, it's confusing. But, um... Yeah. So, which one do we want to go over first? Uh, the game. The game? Jeremy? Did we lose him? Can you not hear me? We can now hear we you now. Oh, okay. I don't, that was weird. I don't... Okay. Go ahead, Drew. Oh, I was just saying, just a little weird. All right. So for the game, uh, as we said, we got we finally have the first gameplay trailer, which is out for everyone to see. Uh, I think H2O Delirious has a video of him playing the game. I haven't watched it yet, but the game looks like a good Mortal Kombat game. Um, Comes the butt. Yeah, the butt is exactly what I figured for the cameo fighters. It's just random ass fighters you can have 
jump in and do a special move. Uh, and seeing how Kung Lao and Sub-Zero are both uh, cameo fighters and main roster fighters, I'm willing to bet some of these other cameo fighters are going to be turned into DLC fighters for you to pay for again to have. So, especially since on my phone, I have the, so far, leaked uh, roster for the game, if y'all want me to go over who the characters are supposedly in the game. Yes, but can I say something real fast? Before, of course. Anything before, anything before but is utter bullshit. <laughs> I don't watch oh, Game of Thrones, but that's my favorite character. Oh, I'm... I've already said, like, I'm gonna get Mortal Kombat 1. I'm oh, excited same. for... I'm excited for the game. I'm excited for the gameplay. I'm just... I don't like the cameo fighter system. A lot of people online don't like it. But I'll get used to it. I I will say, I'm kind of excited for the story. The fact that Liu Kang is basically Raiden. Yes. And Raiden is human. I'm, I'm like, I think the reason they called it uh, Mortal Kombat 1 is they're doing a whole brand new storyline. Yeah, well, so... Remaking the universe... Yeah, yeah I'm kind. Of, I'm, I'm I'm ready for that because it sounds like I, pretty good. I've got some other stuff to talk about. So for our listeners, because the game is old now, the last Mortal Kombat game ended with uh, Liu Kang becoming the Fire God, getting the Sands of Time, and remaking the universe. Uh, if Wait, Liu Kang, yeah, if Liu Kang beated Kronika. Uh, both rounds of the fight, he would have Katana uh, helping him remake the universe. If Liu Kang lost a round, then he would have Raiden help him remake the universe. So you you could get two different endings, uh, depending on if you won or lost, which I thought was kind of neat. I think I only ever got the Raiden one. I don't know. I'm not yeah. that good against Kronika because she fucking cheats. Yeah, All the Mortal Kombat bosses bitch. cheat. <laughs> Oh my god, no. She was the worst ever, dude. <laughs> she yeah. was. It's like that fucking reverse thing she did to you. I'm like, no, come yeah, on. Yeah, she turns back time, but you get no health back. <laughs> um, oh my god, dude, that pissed and me then, off so bad. Little <laughs> um, Combat Aftermath happened, and that one ended with you having the choice between either Fire God Liu Kang getting the universe, or Titan Shang Tsung getting the universe. Um, I kind of wish, and I'm hoping that's what this story's gonna be, is that both endings are canon, and the Shang Tsung we see is, like, a Shang Tsung from a universe that got the Sands of Time, and he's on a conquest mission, but it might just be regular old Shang Tsung. Yeah. We, we don't know, we haven't got much of the story. However... Uh, so I'm going to read the confirmed characters first. Uh, these are just the base game uh, fighters. These are not cameo fighters or DLC. These are just the ones that we know for sure are in the game. Uh, so we have Johnny Cage, who's being voiced by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, oh, fucking shit. No way. I didn't know he was voicing him. I just thought we were getting a Jean-Claude Van Damme skin. But he's voicing Johnny Cage for the game. 
weird. Oh, 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 I'm I'm down for this. <laughs> um, which also confirms that we're getting just skins back instead of the weird, like, fucking uh, customize your look thing. Because I did not like that in Mortal Kombat and Injustice. I just wanted skins. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the fact that Johnny had a Teen Wolf one, like Michael J. Fox's movie. Yeah, like that was that was cool, but like now it's like, mm, but the fact well, that it, we're getting bats for this stuff. It, yeah, you had to go through loot boxes to get them, and mm. you know there there's a mode where the stats didn't matter, but I just wanted like skins. I just wanted. Regular old skins. I didn't want to have to collect pieces and fight as yeah. the same character over and over to get something slightly bluer. Yeah, that was really annoying, honestly. Um, after him, we have Kenshi, who I am so excited is back. I, Kenshi's one of my favorite hero characters. He's the blind swordsman inspired by Daredevil. Uh, who used oh, really? Yeah. He's inspired oh. by Daredevil, and that's why one of his uh, moves in, uh, I know MK9, I don't know if it comes back in some of the other games, but he has a move called Blind Justice for Daredevil. And but I fucking love Kenshi. I want to see the animated movie uh, Snowblind that's about him, but I don't oh. think it's on Max yet. No, I love how they keep making new, newer animated ones. I still haven't seen the Scorpion one, but I know it's good. Oh my god, the Scorpion one is so good. I, I have the DVD of it, I just never got a chance to watch hey, it. I hear the Scorpion one's really good. Sit down and watch it. The Scorpion uh, one is so, is like the perfect Mortal Kombat movie. Now, we'll, I will say, and I know you hate the live-action one, but the guy that played Scorpion in that one was spot-on perfect. Oh, yeah, the first 10 minutes of the last Mortal Kombat movie, where it's Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, that's what I wanted. And then, you know, Cole Young and everyone's powers being Arcana, which doesn't make sense for Cyrex and Sector if those ever come into the movies. It's like, ah, oh, our magic powers is we were turned into robots. Well, I feel like they make it, like... What? I don't know what I was going because I was about to say, we can sit here and say, oh, they're just going to make him into robots, but fucking Jax's magic powers was that he got metal arms. <laughs> that was a giant scene in the movie. Yeah, that was, I forgot. I haven't seen Mortal Kombat in a while. Yeah, I'm just ready for Cole to take out Liu Kang and uh, become the new fire god. Fuck Cole Young, I hate him. <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> There's no point to him. They've uh, Luckily, Luckily, listeners, they've already confirmed Cole Young's not going to be in the game, which Aww. I'm a little sad about because I would kick the shit out of him. I put him on the easiest difficulty and turn him into a training dummy. <laughs> but uh, after Kenshi, the next confirmed character we have is Princess Katana, who uh, they've also confirmed Melina, which in this universe... It looks like they are going to be actual sisters instead of a clone, instead of Melina being a clone. And um, her sharp teeth and Tarkatan blood is going to be a disease now. So, ooh, ooh, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by that. Not gonna yeah, lie. that's kind of interesting. Like, and they've already shown a uh, a snippet of 
when you select when both players pick katana the little pre-fight debate one of them is like uh no melina's my actual sister she's not a clone and the other katana goes somebody's been feeding you lies it's like oh bum 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 I, i'm excited to see what they do with that I'm just glad Johnny. I know. I know he's it, like he has to be in each game, but I'm just glad they keep him around. Johnny, yeah, you need the comic relief character, and oh, Johnny's okay. nut punch is one of the most iconic moves, so you have to have it. All right, I got. I I just I just thought of one that ruined a movie for me, but I still watched it. Uh, do you want to say it before I go to the next character? Well, no, it's it's about Mortal Kombat. Oh, what's up? When they kill Johnny in the beginning of the second one. Oh, Annihilation? Yeah. They they also replaced uh, Sonya Blade and Jax, but they never acknowledged that's two different yeah, actors. Yeah, it, it pissed me off. But it, it, was, it, was, it was fine, because I knew it had to happen for the movie, but I was like, come on, why not someone who didn't matter? Right. Like Stryker. And then they reveal Stryker's dead. He was killed off screen. Look, that pissed me off too because Striker's my favorite character. Well, hey, you know, good news. Striker's a cameo fighter. You know who is the best Sonya Blade? That <laughs> Veronica Vaughn. God. The next character that's on my <laughs> list, <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, is Kong Lao, who. I'm not sure if going by the story, if Liu Kang is training Kong Lao or Raiden to be the champion, because it looks like it could be either one going by the story trailer. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's Kong Lao, because don't get me wrong, I like Raiden, and I like the idea of this game having a more mortal Raiden that still has the lightning powers. But Kong Lao's an interesting character. He's he needs to be the main hero for a little bit. Plus, yeah, I mean, Great Kong Lao. I don't know if in this timeline the Great Kong Lao defeated Goro, but I'm willing to bet he did. Or either that, or uh, Outworld hasn't invaded at all, and this video game is going to be the first Mortal Kombat tournament ever. I'm not sure on that one. But uh, after Kong Lao, we of course have Fire God Liu Kang, who is uh, the Fire God and now the quote-unquote Raiden of this universe. He's protector of Earthrealm, has the powers of fire and lightning, looks fun to play, still has the bicycle kick, that's all I care about. So he like, still has the yeah, powers yeah. of uh, Freddie Mercury? Yes. Thunderbolts and lightning. <laughs> very, very frightening me. Uh, after that, as I mentioned, we have Melina. Um, and then we have a human Raiden who still has the lightning powers. Uh, I don't know if this story is, if he's just going to have the lightning powers or if Liu Kang's going to give it to him. What's going on with Raiden in this story? But he's there. Uh, the pre-order bonus is Shang Tsung, who has a good look in this game. Like, he kind of has Wolverine claws and 
he looks all right for the game. I haven't seen actual gameplay for him, so I don't know how his moves are. But the most interesting timeline change that I have seen so far, at least for me, is Scorpion and Sub-Zero with Sub-Zero still being the older one, the one that eventually becomes Noob Cybot. Mm -hmm. But Scorpion and Sub-Zero are, from what I've read, actual brothers in this timeline. They aren't uh, blood brothers or anything. They are full-on brothers. They are full-on siblings. They're not Eskimo brothers? (laughs) But, um... Yeah, so I don't know if, since this is going to be uh, Kwai Liang Sub-Zero, I don't know if Bihan is still going to be in it. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. Say what? Plot twist. What if uh, Kwai Liang is Scorpion? Uh, no, they've already shown that they're too different. Kwai Liang oh, Sub-Zero. God, come on. Uh, no, but if Bihan was, you know who I'm trying to fucking say. If Bihan was Scorpion? Wait, Bihan was the one that became Noob Saibot. No, Kwai Liang was the one who became uh, Noob Saibot. Kwai Liang was the older brother who died in Mortal Kombat 3 and then came back in Mortal Kombat 4, or I guess Mortal Kombat Gold, as Noob Saibot. And then uh, uh, Bihan is the Sub-Zero that has the scar across his eye. Hey, hey yeah. Kyle. What? Hi, um, can I screen share real fast? Sure. Not I not not that I don't believe you. But Drew, why are you showing us pictures of your No Dupe Cybot was behind. I thought Bihan was the younger brother. No, no, Bihan's the older. I, I, I did. I was. I did the same fucking thing. So when you said, it, I was like, but wait, I, I just played this last night. I thought Bihan was noob. Huh. Okay. Yeah, when Bihan was. Yeah, because I was like, I just played that that chapter last night. Wait, what? Did I miss something? So then let me double check and make sure I got the right uh, Sub-Zero for Mortal Kombat 1. I swear I didn't mean to be that nerd. No, it's all right. How dare you? Shame. Shame. Uh, okay, I'll have to look at it later. Well, it's the, I I think it's the older, uh, Sub-Zero that's for the game, and so now I'm wondering if maybe the younger Sub-Zero, since they're, uh, I guess all three brothers, I'm wondering if the younger Sub-Zero is going to be Smoke, and of course, 
this is all just fan speculation online. So Sub Zero might be named Tim for all we know. <laughs> Who are you, Tim? Tim. No, no. God, what was? Oh, yeah, it was Tim. Uh, I was thinking Monty Python. God. Um, and now for the characters that haven't been confirmed. But apparently we're on the leaked roster. This is the leaked roster from a few days ago. So listeners, take it with a grain of salt whether or not it's true. This is just rumored, pretty much. Uh, first we have Ashura, which is the girl that kind of had the Raiden-looking hat. Uh, she wore all ri- white. She was in... I think Deception was her first game. I might be wrong on that one. And Ashra? Ashra. Hey, yeah. I'm looking at this. I don't remember either. I, I don't think I played Deception. Uh, she wasn't in many games. I think it was either Deception or Deadly Alliance, and then she came back in Armageddon. Because Armageddon had all the characters. Armageddon was so fucking good. <laughs> Well, we're going to play some at your birthday party, so hell yeah. She was in Deception. Deception? Okay. Yeah, Armageddon um, and Shell and Monks were definitely my favorite out of all the Mortal Shell and Monks was so good. Shell and Monks was my shit. After that... Oh, that's his shit. Sorry. <laughs> after that, we... I really hope this one is true. Havoc, the Cleric of Chaos, he is one of my favorite characters from the 3D era. Um, I really hope he comes back because they keep teasing him and just the idea of him being able to break his bones for fatalities and stuff. I'm so excited for that. I don't know him. Oh, dude. Havoc is, a. so Havoc was originally meant to be an alternate skin for Noob Cybot, but then... They decided they wanted Noob to have more of a ninja look. And so they created Havoc as his own separate character. And, like, he comes from the realm of chaos. Uh, and, like, the top half of his head is regular. And then it, the, the bottom half is a skull. And he gets sit there and, like, one of his moves is he breaks his back as he punches the opponent over and over in kind of like a helicopter move. He, he breaks his legs to shoot a fireball. He is a fucking wild character. Um, Yo, I want to know why Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic has never done that uh, helicopter move. Because Mr. Fantastic is lame. But we'll talk about them here in a little he bit. Taskmaster. <laughs> you can't stop the master of task. Oh my god, stop that. <laughs> oh, okay. So you wish fun, I fun, would. So fun joke, because uh, I wanted to cosplay Taskmaster. Eric and I were talking about that. He was saying funny if we like did a live action of that. Yeah. Then, like, that I, I would so be Taskmaster for that. <laughs> Just, I don't understand. We only caught you jaywalking, and I do it again. God, Taskmaster was a was ooh. <laughs> um, Jeremy, the best. Like the most recent look of Havoc is in Joker's ending from the last Mortal Kombat game because they kind of meet up in Joker's ending. Okay, yeah, I, didn't, did. I didn't play the Joker ending. 
Which yeah. I played the last Mortal Kombat yet either. I played the one that uh that we were playing in my house. Or is oh, that the last one? Oh, uh, no, the last one was the one we played because we wanted to get Spawn. Okay. I wasn't sure uh, if that was the last one or if I'm uh or if it was the one that I just downloaded for free. That's X. Oh, that's okay. another good one because that one has Jason and Leatherface. Yeah, and gotcha. and and Alien and Predator. Which, while we're still on Mortal Kombat, my favorite Johnny intro for that is, "What's on you? <laughs> what is on your fridge? Oh, no! And the best Johnny intro is Alien when he's like, "Your head looks like a dildo." Like a dildo. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's so a no joke, Jeremy. He just walks in all calm, like it's ready to do his fight, and says, "Like your head looks like a dildo." <laughs> God, it, I think MKX. She can't help it. I think MKX had the best character intro because you had like Johnny versus Triborg, where he's like, "Is it mechanically possible for you to go fuck yourself?" Oh, yeah. uh, Luke King, oh. Luke King and Kong Lao, where they're talking about their different fighting styles, and then at the end, Luke King's like, "Fucking asshole." <laughs> MKX had the best character interactions. Um, oh, it did. And it looks like they're kind of keeping it for MK1. It the character interactions happen while the fight's loading after you select your fighters. So we're still getting some kind of character in intro, but it looks more like the uh, wager system from. Injustice than the Mortal Kombat games. Uh, after Havoc, we have Lee May, who is another cool character from the 3D era, but I honestly couldn't tell you much about her moves. Uh, she was just really pretty to look at. <laughs> I make no bones about it. She was, I, I could not tell you a single fatality she had, a single move. But dear God, she had she was pretty. Um, after her is a character who I do like that was in the last Mortal Kombat movie, uh, Natira, aka the vampire character. Darver. Yeah. Which her fatalities in this one are if she's in it. Her fatalities are going to be fucking wicked. Just I can I can perfectly see her ripping people's throats out and stuff. And she's another very pretty character to look at. Uh, shit. After her is another character that was in the movie, uh, Raiko, the guy that wants to be Shao Kahn so bad, the Shao Kahn simp. God, do y'all know which character I'm talking about? I don't think so. Uh, okay, so he was the one that in the final act of the movie fought Jax, had the big giant hammer, but in the Mortal Kombat games, he appeared in Mortal Kombat 4, and then I think he came back for a 3D era game before Armageddon. But yeah, this guy wanted to be Shao Kahn so bad. He his Mortal Kombat 4 ending was literally him 
sneaking into Shao Kahn's throne room, putting on the helmet and being like, now I'm Shao Kahn. He's, he's the fucking star scream of Mortal Kombat. Hey, what was his name? Uh, Raiko. R-E-I-K-O. It might also be pronounced it might also be pronounced Rico. Uh, but yeah, he is the Shao Kahn simp. He is Starscream. Oh, Rico! Yeah. Oh, I loved him. You nerd! Hey, do you know Drew loved him? Yes. I hear Drew liked him. God, he was so fun to play as. So fucking chaotic, too. <laughs> uh, after him is... Reptile, who hasn't been in a game since X, uh, he uh, he briefly appeared in one of Reigns and Shao Kahn's moves for Mortal Kombat 11. But yeah, I'm kind of hoping with Reptile they go the Shaolin Monk, where it's a lizard ninja. I oh, I didn't yeah. like I didn't like him being the full lizard for the last few uh games and then uh mkx he looked all right but shaolin monks was the best reptile design of any mortal kombat game and i hope they bring something like that back most definitely uh after reptile is everyone's favorite bdsm dominatrix sindel which, it's going to be weird to have Sindel in a game, but not Shao Kahn. I don't know if he's in this universe or not. I Because, uh, from what I've seen, uh, Katana and Melina are the rulers of their original home. They're not the rulers of Outworld. Their original home oh, never got invaded. Yeah, Indonesia. It never got invaded. So I don't know if there is a Shao Kahn in this universe or not. If there is, that's not what we expect. Yeah. Um, after Sindel is a character who we haven't seen or heard of since probably Mortal Kombat 9, oh, which no. is Smoke. Um, I fucking love Smoke, I, especially after Mortal Kombat 9, where they were... Uh, yeah, Smoke's a fun character. And I'm hoping they bring him back. He's a fun ninja. His moveset was good. Uh, I would be happy with either human or robot smoke. I'm kind of hoping we get both just as an alternate skin. Got that long-ass over hair of his. <laughs> um, and if... Uh, okay, so I'm going to go back to Cameo Fighters for a second. The cameo fighters get their own fatalities. So when you have one on your team, you can do a... It's kind of like babality or friendship. You can do a combination, and then the cameo fighter will do a fatality instead of your main character. I'm kind of hoping C Cyborg Smoke comes back as a cameo fighter so he can do the Mortal Kombat 3 ending where he just drops bombs and blows up the earth. Because they've already shown they're going to have ridiculous cameo fatalities. Because Jax is going to turn into a kaiju and stomp on your opponent. But, um, yeah. 
After Smoke is uh, Tanya. She's the last quote unquote uh, character for the roster uh, before we get into DLCs and cameos. We don't know who the DLC characters are, but the rumors are Quan Chi, Ermac, Omni Man from Invincible, which I'm really hoping for. Homelander from The Boys. I thought that Homelander and Man got confirmed. I, see, I think it's still in the rumor. Okay. I think it's still a rumor meal. And then, oddly enough, but given uh, Mortal Kombat and DC's relationship, I'm not super surprised. Peacemaker. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that one, too. It was him I heard about, not Omni-Man. That's right. God. He better have he better look like John and be voiced by him just so I can troll people. I fully believe it, it's gonna be Anthony Starr voice it has to be Anthony Starr voicing Homelander. There's no one else that can do it. No. It has it's to be Jake. Sentence. It has to be I want pictures of Spider-Man for Omni-Man because that's him for the show. He just fits the voice so well no matter what. Yeah, and then it has to be John Cena for Peacemaker. Or at and, least someone that sounds very close to him. I yeah, but I would prefer. I think we all would prefer John just yeah. because. No, well, not Jeremy. Well, yeah, I still haven't seen Peacemaker just because John Cena's starring in it. It's funny. Uh-huh. It's I in it's I enjoy it. I'm not going to say it's amazing. Other than the opening sequence, the opener is the. Is one of the fucking best things I've ever seen. So, talking about that real fast, Kyle, I saw a TikTok where this guy was like a wrestler for it. He came as Peacemaker. This intro was advanced. Hell yeah. Yeah, Jeremy, at least YouTube the intro for Peacemaker. It is so good. No, uh, I, did rest- see, I did see a couple scenes from it. And it looked pretty funny, especially the Justice League's ending scene. Yes. Best part of that whole episode, and but um, yeah, I'm kind of hope I'm hoping if Pe- with Peacemaker being in the game, quote unquote, if he is, I really want them to bring back animalities, and then he just turns into Eagle. <laughs> and and his his fatality is hugging somebody. Yes. Uh, and it's like, like they'll never, but like, and then he slowly whispers. They'll never believe you. <laughs> I haven't even thought of fatalities for uh, Omni Man, Homelander, and Peacemaker. So, Omni Man makes you feel bad. I, I was about to say, let's do that right now, just for right. shits and giggles. Um, so for Omni Man, have either one of you watched Invincible yet? Yes, I loved it. I've okay. seen clips. I again haven't gotten time to watch it, but I know um, I know what happens. I know all that. So no, Omni Man's just gonna beat the fuck out of him and just get in his face. Think, think. That's that's where I was going. I'm hoping that's gonna be fatality. I hope. Uh, you know the Omni Man wins, but he doesn't do a fatality. It's just his regular character outro. Yeah. I hope it's the scene from the show where he just grabs the person. And uh, takes them through a portal. The alien invasion scene where he goes yeah, in and invades the alien world. He just drags yeah. them around. 
Yeah, I, I hope that's his regular outro. Um, I hope his think, Mark, think is a fatality. And then I wouldn't be surprised if the train scene was another fatality just because of how hard that scene went. Um, it would be weird to see a subway on Edenia, but we've seen weirder things in Mortal Kombat, so... Say it's um... Mortal Kombat. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, I'm on now. Uh, do either one of y'all have anything different for Omni-Man, or do y'all want to move to Homelander? Because I know exactly what Homelander's regular outro needs to be. Uh, I think... I know I've got one for Homelander. I got one for Omni-Man that I think would be hilarious. What's up? Because originally, he's a dad. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if he told, like, a really, really, really bad dad joke, and your character just off themselves. <laughs> I just... No, do you remember Mortal Kombat 3, Cabal's scary face fatality, where the person's soul just leaves the body? Yeah, something like that. I want, I want like... Yeah, you just have Omni-Man chill at that dad joke, and then you see the person's soul just walk away, shaking their head as the body flops down. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be better. I think it's, like, um my favorite uh, Johnny Cage fatality. From Eleven is the puppet. The puppet's a good one. Uh, I so, really, I really I, like. I, I think it's Mortal Kombat Ten for Johnny. I think it was the Here's Johnny fatality. Oh, that was funny. where he opens the rib cage. But Shaolin, we're going back to Shaolin monks. Johnny Cage, where he did the splits and he just constantly punched your nuts until your legs exploded. Mm-hmm. That was a good fatality. <laughs> All right, uh, Omni Man. Who wants to take lead for Omni Man or for Homelander? We've already talked about Omni Man. I was about to say, did we just do Omni Man? I say Jeremy. All right, Jeremy. Okay, so, so Homelander. Um. For for him just like walking off, not doing a finisher, he's just gonna turn around and pull out like a baby's bottle of milk. Oh please! <laughs> and then uh, for like one of his one of his fatalities, he's gonna fly you to the top of a building, just stand behind you, and yell, "Jump, jump!" Oh, oh my god, that's Go so ahead. dark. <laughs> that's so dark. I love it. Do you have another one? Um, because they typically have two fatalities when the game first comes out. But the yeah. second one's like a secret one. Huh. If you need a minute, just, just his uh his laser vision blasting a fucking giant hole in you. Oh, do like but like have like a crazy laugh and then do it. Yeah. Oh my god! They could recreate Something along those lines. They could recreate Superman melting Shazam's face from Injustice 1. Oh, that hurt me. Have Omni-Man do that to you, but, you know, they don't have to worry about keeping it rated T for teen. They could full-on have Omni-Man melt your face. Homelander. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Yes. They're technically the same. I know, I but, hate it. But one's more chaotic. One's more chaotic, and the other one doesn't have laser beams. I'll, and I'll let you guess which one's more chaotic. 
Oh, it's Homelander, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. And I because... don't watch much of the boys. Oh, the boys is so good. Oh no, I'm watching it. I just haven't watched a whole lot. So, um, Jeremy, I like your pitches. However, I want to change Homelander's walk off, just his regular walk off. Just have him okay. walk off. The screen goes black, and then it comes back to him on top of a building with his pants below his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I can do whatever I want, just jerking off on top of the building. That's his second <laughs> finisher. He's up there jerking <laughs> off, and the cum falls down and kills you. <laughs> and yes, Drew, that's an actual scene from oh, the boys. I, dude, I believe it. I've seen how crazy this show is. I believe that was legit. Like, like you, you just see the back of Homelander, you hear him jerking off, just, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Just his ass on the screen. Don't the real reason to do, actually. Uh, the boys is because Carl Urban. Such a good actor. And Dude. we'll talk about Carl Urban here in a minute. Yeah. But, um, all right. Which leads us to our. We're not going to go over Quamshi and Ermac because they can do pretty much whatever they want with those characters. They just keep bringing them back. As long as Quamshi is voiced by someone super creepy, I'll be fine with it. Uh, the guy who voices Reinhardt in Overwatch. No um, fucking way. He's going to be Quamshi. He was Quamshi in the Scorpion movie, and he <laughs> nailed it. It was creepy as hell. You fully believed Quan Chi was just irredeemable bad guy. I hope they bring him back. He did so good as Quan Chi. Oh yeah, I I fucking love Darren's voice so much. Yes. Uh, there was... know is where the fuck meets at. Oh god, I, want, I meat. want meat back so bad. <laughs> just look, we're gonna have like. I think it's 15 cameo fighters base game and then five more that you have to pay for for DLC. Just make Meat a, D a cameo fighter and have him roll his head and attack people. I want Meat to be an actual fucking playable character. I mm -hmm. loved him. He is in Armageddon. I know. <laughs> is, is that your main in Armageddon? No, it was Kung Lao. Okay. Always has been. I don't know who my main was. Uh, mine was probably... I probably had a few, but it was probably Havoc and Reptile were my two big ones. And yeah, then, I did but, really enjoy the Ninja Reptile look. Yeah. And then just whatever fucking abomination I could make in the Creative Fighter. Oh my god, dude. Those were that was so good. I wish they would do a creative fighter again. I did make Goku, which I thought was pretty funny. You could make Goku in Armageddon, and then I would be down for a creative fighter again, but I did not like creative fatality. Because yeah. it just took it took away the personality of all the fights. And I understand it would have been way too hard to make multiple fatalities for everyone. But I I would have preferred just one fatality for every character instead of the creative fatality. And then you just 
pick one for the creative fighter. But, you know, Netherrealm didn't hire me, so... <laughs> My opinion does not matter to them. All right. Now the fatalities and outro for Peacemaker. Uh, Drew, I've led for one. Jeremy led for one. So you're going to lead for Peacemaker. Okay, the outro should just needs to be the dance. Yes, fully on board for that. Um, I've already said what the animality would be. So what would be the what would be good? Oh, the god, the bullet that he was trying to shoot. Um, interest the character with. Oh, the yeah, the one interest cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. Except it's not far from far away. It's like he's he's pointing it right at your face. I can get down for that. Like he he slowly walks like he does a dance towards you and then pulls a gun right in your face. Yeah. Oh no 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 not the dance. He just he just casually walk like he's about to walk off, like leave you alone, pull the gun and right in your face. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, and then do you have a second fatality for him? Yeah, I've got to think of one real fast. What, what, was some, what did he do from the show? Uh, oh. I've got two that I think could work. Something, it has to be something involving the helmet. Well, see, neither one of mine involved the helmet. <laughs> the The first one, if they don't bring back animalities, is he, have, he has Eagly come out and kill the opponent. Yeah, no, that would be fucking hilarious. I, I but, second that. But the other one is he finally tosses the chainsaw to Vigilante, and Vigilante gets to use the chainsaw to kill the opponent. He gets his chainsaw dream. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's been a minute since we beat her. But, uh... Okay, hang on. Uh, you two talk for a second. I gotta check something on my phone. Talk, 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 talk. So anyway, the human rectum, it stretches no. out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, besides Cole being the best character that Mortal Kombat's ever put out and not ever needing another one, another character ever made again, I think like, they I should just put him in there. <laughs> Is it mechanically possible for you to go fuck yourself? Look, I, I understand mean, where Kyle's coming from. It definitely is. I did, I did like I did like Cole. I thought it was kind of a nice touch, but I understand Kyle's. The only nice touch Cole deserves is Sub Zero ripping his spine out. But I feel like I feel like he should have gotten his own power, not literal plot armor. Exactly. And like the fact that he was somehow related to to Hanzo Hasashi, that was a good touch to me. Well, that makes no sense to me because it's like Hanzo and Sub Zero's fight happened many, many years ago. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, Sub Zero is the same age, and it's like they don't even try to explain why Sub Zero hasn't aged at all. Even though easily. it's been like seventy plus years, I can easily explain it. Plot armor, Arcana. 
Sub Zero is a cyborg. No, no. cryogenically he froze himself. I was himself gonna say that he's cryogenically frozen. Yeah, he froze himself out of so he looks the same. Yeah, I mean hey. Because I I watched that and like there's there's no way he's the same age. There had to be some aging, but it's like but his literal power is freezing, so it's like, no, that that would make sense. His power is being Walt Disney. <laughs> Wait, Sub Zero's not a Nazi. <laughs> that, that we know of. Jeremy, I'm gonna, that is true. I'm gonna need you to no, know I know it's probably hard, but please don't do the laugh again. You sound like Pennywise. <laughs> now That's you're funny. just encouraging him to do it. That's just my laugh. <laughs> but like I know I've heard it before, but like that that version is like, okay, when the fuck did Pennywise get here? But um, right. yeah, yeah. So, well, we don't know that he's not. We don't know where Sub Zero was in the forties. Yeah. That is true. Sub Zero watched it happen and did nothing. <laughs> okay. So before we move to the Mortal Kombat 2 movie. Um, guest character for guest character for Mortal Kombat One. Who do you want? Like, oh God, I was just about to ask about that. Hmm. Uh, let's let's limit it to horror icons because for some reason, Netherrealm gets ninety nine percent of the horror icon rights that they want, except for the fucking yes, one was. that I want. Jeremy, fuck off. Pennywise. Fuck off. I was going to say the same thing. I would be dead. See, a lot of sure people he turns into the deadlight. He can yeah. pull out the big old, uh, the big old uh, scythe arms. He can beat people with uh, Georgie's arm. Turn his hand into a werewolf claw for a slash attack. Yeah. See, I could see Pennywise fitting into Mortal Kombat really well. Yeah, and his outro, and his outro would be the the dance he does out. Exactly. <laughs> and as he just as he's leaving, I'm Pennywise the dancing. From horror. Oh, I know exactly who I pick. Who? Pumpkinhead. That'd be Ooh. Has Ooh, been that'd my, be good. Has been my favorite horror character since I was a fucking child. I loved the thought behind it, and he only went after the people that wronged him or that he was sent after. He's like, and I think that's why I like Jason so much. Is like in part eight, he could have killed these kids, like these little thugs that are just pulling out knives, change. No, he just lifts up his hockey mask and they run off. I, I kind of wish yeah. they had brought that back for Mortal Kombat 10, make that his scary face fatality. That would have been hilarious. And all you see is His the... mom's got it going on. Yeah, I get that reference. <laughs> I just you know, listen to that song so much. I love it. That's a good song. Uh, listeners, if you don't know, look up Ice Nine Kills. Jason's mom has got it going on. But don't forget, Norman Bates' mom has got it going on too. <laughs> God, I hope they sing that at the concert. Uh, have they already started touring? Yeah, they've been torn for a little bit. Cool. I can look up the set and tell you. No, don't. I well, wouldn't be surprised. The set, the set also can change from town to town. That's, yeah. that's true. I'm still doing um, it. Oh, shit. I asked this question and I didn't even think about it. Let's see. 
They brought Freddy in Mortal Kombat 9, which he worked really well, surprisingly. I, the, the, the double claws set me off. They had to do it for gameplay. Oh, no, it was fine. I was just like... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like why Mataro isn't a centaur in Armageddon. It's, they had to cut off his back legs for gameplay purpose. <laughs> Where are my legs? Sorry, thank <laughs> you. Raggy, what did they do with my resticles? <laughs> Raggy, where are my resticles? <laughs> uh, let's see. Mortal Kombat 10 had Jason and Leatherface and Predator and Alien. I don't think 11 had a horror icon. Um, yes, they did. Who was it? Fuck, I don't remember. Because Spawn's oh. not a horror icon. He's a superhero. I mean, a, a horror uh, Joe, I'm thinking of the guest characters for uh, for Eleven. It had Spawn, Joker. Um, fuck, I have the game on my Xbox. I can't think of any other guest characters. Oh, uh, Terminator. Is Terminator a horror movie? Could be considered that. Uh, I always like, thought it was just action. Yeah. Like sci-fi? Hold on, I actually... Because I... Terminator, and then uh, I think Rambo was the last guest character. Oh, Robocop. Yeah. I no, think I guess I Robocop. Yeah, I think they just did uh, action for that one. So, I think the story is, and this is going to lead to the horror icon that I wanted but never got, they were supposed to get Ash Williams, but they wanted to use Army of Darkness, which is owned by a different studio, and that studio would not give them the rights to use uh, Ash Williams. So they yes. decided they couldn't use him, and that's why we got Joker, um, which is also why Ash versus Evil Dead could not mention army of darkness at all except for one little scene in like the final season where ash goes yeah time travel's real i've gone to the medieval ages and according to bruce campbell they got into a lot of trouble for that line uh, but um yeah i would love ash but i don't think we're ever going to get that because I think now Bruce Campbell doesn't want Ash in a Mortal Kombat game, so... He's retiring anyway. Yeah. Well, he's retired as Ash for a while. Mm-hmm. Like... But now but I think he's just... all acting. I was about to say, I think now he's just done-done. Which, you know what? Good for him. He's yeah. earned it. I mean, yeah. He's, he's well-deserved it. He's got a long career. I mean, in... It's, that's not even coming for me not liking uh, his acting. He's had yeah. a long career. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go a classic monster. Like, have Frankenstein's monster. Because I can see Frankenstein's monster doing some kind of move like right in where he grabs the person and electrocutes them. Uh just fucking stomp on their heads with his giant boots. I'm just going to go with Frankenstein's monster. We haven't had a classic monster in a while. You know, when I said ooh a minute ago, I was actually thinking about that. But instead of um, 
it just being Frankenstein do a Ninja Turtle style thing where it's him and a couple of the other Universal monsters. And they rotate? Yeah. I would be down it could for be that. The, like him, Dracula, the mummy, and Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, yeah. the Fab Four. Which, um, okay, it does swap. Yeah, but I don't, um, some some were the same, some were different. Like, ooh. It, for for our listeners, we're back to Ice Nine Kills. ADHD kicks in. I'm willing to bet they're going to play most, if not all, of their Silver Scream Horrorwood songs. Maybe a couple of the older ones. Like, I'm hoping they play Me, Myself, and Hide. Because that one, for not for being a before Silver Scream, that one's a banger. Um, my, my becoming one of my favorites from the new this newest Silver Scream is Welcome to Horrorwood. Oh my god, Welcome to Horrorwood is so good. Mainly because of like when it gets like the whole leading up, like getting all all this, like how's this an establishing shot? Yeah, just just the the way Spencer does that is like it's like rocking out heavy and all of a sudden he says that I'm like oh okay what yeah funeral um, arrangements will always be my favorite I'm that's hoping, another good one I'm hoping for rainy day that's a good one um I the first one I ever heard was um hip to be scared and I hope they play that one which I'm willing to bet they will that's one of their popular ones I I've seen videos of him playing on that playing that live and he does a whole dance and everything. Good. Yeah that was the but first yeah, one I saw or I, I heard that, from them too. Yeah Devin showed me the music video for that one and I'm like what is this band? Where has it been all my life? And that's coming <laughs> from someone who does not like the uh American Psycho movie. I think it's kind of boring, but that song was was very boring. But it gave us so many memes for it, too. Yes, it did. It gave us Batman killing Joker. And unfortunately, it also gave us a bunch of idiots that idolized Norman Bates. Not Norman Bates, but uh... Patrick. Patrick Bates, yeah. And wasn't it just because they couldn't really do anything for Psycho, or... Pretty much. <laughs> you know there's a sequel to that movie? I believe it. I yeah, it's, uh, it's starring Has... Mila Kunis. Yeah. And... Christian Bale's not in it at all. In yeah, fact, Mila Kunis, they, they say Mila Kunis killed Christian Bale's character. That's why he's not in it. It's a bad movie. Has Stop nothing to do with the first one. And it's not because of the actress, it's just the story. Oh, no, yeah. Mila Kunis is an amazing actress. I love her. Yes, she is. Uh, and her... Oh, is her and Ashton Kutcher still married? Yeah, they're still married. Okay. Two I can't remember. Something like that. Oh, good for them. That's a wonderful couple right there. Him hunting down human traffickers, like, oh my god. And he does that now? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Dude, he's yeah, been you doing know, that for um, a while. The woman who plays Andrea from The Walking Dead does it as well. Nice. I, I like. I knew Ash Kutcher was a nice guy. I just he's know he also did a that. genius. Yeah. And yet he played an idiot so well. Like he has uh, multiple doctorates, I believe. I'm about to fact um, check. Himself. 
And then he had to go to court for a little bit because one of his ex-girlfriends got um, unalived. And Ashton Kutcher went to visit her after it happened. And he saw her laying on the ground. And they think it was him. What he thought was, well, I'll get to that here in a second. What they what they thought was a, a bottle of wine, like wine spilt on the ground, but it was uh, her blood, of course. And uh, they did not think it was Ashton Kutcher. They they found who did it. Ashton Kutcher had to come in as a uh, to testify Wait, about what he saw for his girlfriend when he went to visit her. I. I don't even think Ashton Kutcher knew she was gone when he went. He just found, he saw her laying on the ground. She didn't answer the door. So he thought she had passed out from drinking so much and went home, if I remember right. Um, and then he found out a little bit later what happened. But he had to come to court several years later to testify what he saw. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, so Ashton Kutcher has several degrees in biochemical engineering, which he went to school to uh, to be a uh, or to do that to help cure his brother's heart ailments. Dear God, the more I hear about the guy, yeah. the nicer he gets. Why doesn't he get the love he deserves? He's fighting human trafficking. He's telling Congress, stop marrying kids. He's God. He's like the best human. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, we love you. Was it? We never not love you. What, Drew? I said, we've never not loved you. Yeah. Ashton, if somehow you're listening to this and you want to come on the show, please. We will welcome you anytime. Yeah, um, so it's his twin brother. Michael. Uh, Michael Kutcher. Ashton's real so name wait. is Christopher. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. So, wait. Were they able to find a cure or... Uh, no, it's cerebral palsy. There, there's oh, no oh. Yeah. Okay. But he did have a heart transplant. Oh. So he's doing a bit better then. That's good. Okay. Um, Next subject, because we've been teasing it a little bit, is the Mortal Kombat 2 movie where they've announced a full cast. I'm not going to, I don't have it pulled up, but. I know some of the characters that were confirmed. Shao Kahn's going to be in it. Um, Quan Chi is going to be in it. But the biggest surprise to me, the one that I'm kind of like, no, I don't like this casting, which hurts my heart, is Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. I'm not a big fan of that. No sense. It's... It doesn't make any sense to me. And don't get me wrong. I love Carl Urban. When they first announced the first movie, I was all for Carl Urban as Kano. I feel like that should have happened. Not to discredit the guy who played Kano. He was the best part of the first movie. 
But I've, I'm always going to believe the myth should have been Johnny Cage. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I, and Carl Urban will probably surprise me because he is a fantastic actor. Like, I've loved everything Carl Urban has done, so. Okay, I know, I know he'll have to have like a regular American voice for this, but I really want him to redo the slight accent he did, that he had in Star Trek. (laughs) Yes. I, I want that country boy. I loved how he did that. Um, I'm always going to be on the team of Mortal Kombat needs to be a TV show. It needs to be an anthology TV show where each episode just focuses on different characters. Um, like the Legacy YouTube series. That handled it perfectly. But... That- I don't know. For some reason, Hollywood wants to keep trying to make it into a movie. And then they make stupid decisions for it. Hi, Vintage. Do y'all want to say anything? Eh. Give us me. Oh, you're American. That's true. Jeremy, anything from you? Give us meat. Give us meat. Make meat in the movie. Yes. Yeah, I would watch. I would watch a full episode of Meat, <laughs> like a full just Meat ha- Meat's day out. <laughs> meat's big day out. <laughs> I believe that video is on Orange YouTube. <laughs> oh my! Searching for later. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Mortal Kombat two movies coming out. I'll probably end up seeing it. I'll probably do like I did for the first one and watch it whenever it pops up on Max. Uh, especially since I did not like the first one all that much. Like, don't get me wrong. It was okay, but here's... If I remember my review from the first movie when it came out a few years ago, the fight scenes were fantastic. Like, whoever choreographed the fight scenes deserves a fucking raise. They were great. But the story was trash. And because Mortal Kombat should feel like some kids just grabbing their toys and throwing them at each other. It's why the hell is this regular street cop able to fight a lightning god? No problem. Because it just works. It doesn't need any of that Arcana crap. Meh. I'm bitchy. <laughs> really? I thought you were Kyle. That's true. That's, that's my pirate name, Bitchy Kyle. <laughs> Arr, I don't like this ship. It's a rocking too much. But it's not. But it's not bitchy. It's bitchy. Bitchy. <laughs> Ah, behold, Captain Bitchy Kyle. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody, boy. That name's Dirt. <laughs> Just standing there. Why are you called Blackbeard if your beard is brown? It makes no sense. Why are you called Timothy when your pants are brown? That was a shit in your pants joke. 
Wow. I wore my white pants today. Oh, it was a mistake. <laughs> it was very much a mistake. I thought it was going to come out from the other end. Oh. Well, I've had a list of things to talk about. What do y'all want to We still got about 30 minutes. What do y'all want to talk about? Uh, I got something. What's up? Dylan Dylan Hollis has a biography. Who's Dylan Hollis? He's a guy TikTok that cooks. Y'all both you know, cut out. The the TikTok baker, the one we sent you the bean stuff that you hate. Oh, okay. The guy who does the recipes, the old recipes. Yeah, I'm just looking up stuff for uh, future books I want to get. Oh, good for him. Uh, I kind of want to get his cookbook. I do too. But it doesn't come out, I was like, doesn't come out until the 25th of July. Oh, that's not too far. Yeah, I know, but it ruins the plan I had. But, um, good for him. Uh, Jeremy, anything you want to talk about? Yeah. So, What's I've up? got something that I thought that I would never say. Uh-oh. I am sick of superhero movies. You know, fair. Yeah. We have, I've been thinking about this the last couple of days. We have an oversaturation of superhero movies, and they're just pumping them out. They don't try to perfect them anymore. They just throw a bunch, they slap a bunch of CGI on it, and they give us mass produced product, right? They, they pretty much. Marvel's figured out their quote unquote perfect formula of inner hero, sky beam, CGI fight. Yeah. That's all we've got in the past several movies. And don't get me wrong. I still love my superheroes, my comics and everything like that. But I've I've just gotten so so over overstimulated with superheroes in the last fifteen years. Or whenever they started making the superhero movies like back to back like this, you know? That like I even had the I, I love Ant Man and I haven't had the urge to watch it yet. It's like, not good. I mean, even if it's not good, I, I would want to watch it. But like, or usually I would want to watch it. It's just, it's it's just an oversaturation of it. But you know what? We haven't had in a while, and I've really been enjoying westerns. Ooh, I've been watching a lot of westerns here recently, and they are fucking good. Uh, yeah. Last week I watched. Uh, Oh, what was what was the name of that movie? The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, is that it? Ooh, I know that one. I don't. Yeah, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs and many other western tales is the name of the movie. It's it was a Netflix movie that um that it's basically like uh 10 15 different western stories played out over the course of the movie. Oh. And then one isn't one of the scenes where he shoots a guy's finger off. Yes, that was the first one. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. It is then okay. Yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite westerns, and it's Seth MacFarlane. So of course, it's mine. A million ways to die in the West. That one's all right. I uh, haven't seen it in a while. I will have to go back and watch it again, though. 
my favorite western, and this is one I will. It's because I'm not big on western. I'm not big on country music. Um, but I will happily watch Tombstone just about any time it's on. With, um, uh, Val Kilmer and them, I fucking oh, love that movie. My favorite western is one I remember from when I was a kid, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Oh, West God. Really oh, that just unlocked a core memory. Uh, fun um, fact. My friend, no talk. Uh, I don't know if you know him, Kyle. Uh, we he, we had planned to do James West. Uh, it was James West? Yeah, James West and Artemis from the movie. All right, Drew, I love you, but I don't think you can do a Will Smith cosplay. No, no, no. I was doing Artemis. <laughs> Drew, don't try to cosplay Will Smith. You will get in so much trouble. No, uh, here's, here's what's funny about that, though. Every time I would do what actor you look like, it always gave me Will Smith. I'm like, okay, how? <laughs> Wait, who was the... Uh... Who was the actor that played the guy in the wheelchair, the main bad guy? I can't remember his name, but I loved him. It was some big it was some big actor, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm I've, I've seen him in uh, quite a bit of stuff. While you're looking that up, another really good uh, comedy western like that was Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Night. Oh, my, those my were dad so good. Loved, my yeah. dad and I love those movies. Well, I still love them, but you know what I mean. For a while, I knew every single word to that movie because we, uh, that was the, the year that Shanghai Noon came out, was the big ice storm that we had, and it knocked out our power, and our roads were down for about a week. And, uh, Dad had a generator. We couldn't get cable because of the power being out, and we had just rented it from the movie store. So I watched it nonstop. That's more shamble. <laughs> Uh, Kenneth Barnag, something like that. Oh, Sir Kenneth Barnag, my bad. Uh, I'm gonna look up and see some of the stuff he's done, see what it. There we go, filmography. filmography. Uh, oh, that's just the stuff, little stuff. Here we go. Uh, apparently, he played Victor Frankenstein in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in 1994. I haven't seen that. Nice. He was the voice of Miguel in the road to El Dorado. Nice. Holy shit, I did not Wait. know that. Yeah, and Artemis was Tulio. Holy shit. Um, apparently, he was in one of the Harry Potter movies. Uh... He was the distress caller for Asgard in Avengers Infinity War. Oh. Um, no wonder they work so well together. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of stuff, but it's a lot of like background stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it works for some people because He's go apparently he's going to be in uh, Haunting in Venice, which I kind of want to see that one. That's the next big spooky movie after uh, Last Voyage of Dementor. Demeter. 
Not Dementor, that's Harry Potter. I was trying to see what character in Harry Potter he was. Oh, uh, here's some TV, here's some... I haven't seen any of these TV shows. <laughs> yeah, he's just mainly a background guy. Okay. Hey, it works He just for looks him. like he'd be a bad guy in everything he's in, though. Yeah. He has that look about him. Okay, Jeremy, hear me out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they were to do a do a live-action live action ballistic, I want him for it. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, he's much too old now. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like... Oh, I know who he was is, in Harry Potter. prime. He'd be good. He was the professor that lost his memory. I don't know who Wait, is. the one who directs Thor? What? No, what? Yeah, the the one who was the showboaty wizard who yeah up, yeah that's who he played. I saw a clip of his stuff. I'm like, wait, what? Hang on, because I think he also directed Thor, and because the big meme was, oh, did he actually direct Thor or did he? Yeah, he directed Thor, the first Thor movie. Wow, because the big and joke was uh that oh, did he actually? direct Thor, or did he just wipe the other person's memory and put his name on it? Uh, I'm going to look to see if he directed the other Thor movies. I don't he also, think he did. He also directed uh, the Artemis Fowl movie. I'm going to pretend like I know what that is. You don't know what Artemis Fowl is? I no. don't either. Am I the only one who read this book as a kid? Probably. Yes. I read good books. <laughs> Hey, Artemis Fowl is a good No. Okay, so he only directed the first Thor movie. Uh, Alan Taylor directed Thor Dark World, and then uh, Homeboy directed the other two. I can't remember. God damn it. What's his name? Kahiki or whatever. Homelander. No, not Anthony Starr. Which, can we all agree, Anthony Starr needs to play Wesker at some point in a Resident Evil movie? Oh, for fuck's sake, please. He needs no. to do that, and he needs to do Reverse Flash. Yes. Anthony Starr, there's a whole list of characters you need to play at some point. But um, I only say no about the Resident Evil movie is because we, we've had enough. We we might want to stop with Resident Evil for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh the the uh, I want to call them animated, but they're technically CGI films. Those ones aren't bad. Those are pretty good. But I mean, CGI is animated to an extent. Yeah, but the live action movies and then the series with Lance Reddick was really bad. Which is heartbreaking because I love Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick. Then why don't but, you marry him? Because he recently passed away. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on. What? In Resident Evil, that he was in there. That doesn't stop a necromancer. <laughs> it shouldn't stop you either. Uh yes, Drew. In the Netflix Resident Evil series, uh, Lance Riddick was uh Wesker. Never mind. I heard. I. That's probably the only reason I watch it. I 
it was not a good show at all. And I mean, I'm not, I'm probably never going to watch Netflix again because I used to use my sister's account and I don't want to charge her extra money for using it. <laughs> Plus, I mean, Witcher's going to end after the next season. So I'll just wait until I can watch that on YouTube or something. <sighs> Still sad. Which I never so watched sad. season two, but. Season I two enjoyed, was all right. I enjoyed the first season. Had great uh, season two did. Season two did not have enough Joey Beatty, aka Yesker. But season three is supposed to have a lot of him. And then I know listeners are going to be like, "Well, wait, it's going to keep on with uh, Liam Hensworth." No, no. Season He's three not. is where it's going to end for a lot of people. <laughs> Mr. Superman, no here. No, no. No, Mr. Superman. But he's getting a, he's getting to work on a Warhammer show, so I don't think he's heartbroken. No. But, uh, oh, uh, I didn't even get the joke I was making there. That's funny. Because Superman, too. Yeah, he was I Superman. Was just, I thought that's I why you were making the joke. No, I was just quoting Consuela from uh from Family, Family Guy. Guy. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> well, back to Superman and what started this uh, rabbit hole—the superhero movies. Uh, apparently, James Gunn is narrowing down. His Superman search, he's happy with a couple of people. One of which is the kid who plays Renfield and Beast in the later X-Men movies. Uh, I don't know about that. He says he James Gunn is apparently really happy with uh, his audition, so he might be our next Superman. I'll give him a chance. He does pretty good. No, I know what? he's a good actor. But yeah. as Superman, I don't know. Now, you know yeah. who I want him to be? Who? Superboy, maybe. That was it. I could see that. Um, I, think, I think he'd make a good Connor. Uh, another rumor is that apparently Jensen Ackles is in talks to be Batman. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. What, Drew? I was just, I was just agreeing. I'd be okay with that because I mean he's voiced Batman really well in some of the animated movies. Um, he did a Batman cosplay for Halloween one year, and he looked really good in the suit. But I mean, and I'm sure Lorna would agree with me on this. Jensen Ackles is a sexy motherfucker, so he'll look good in whatever he wants. Not to mention he was that makes him two members of the Bat Family now. Yeah. yeah, we just need him to get. To, uh, hashtag let Jensen Ackles voice Batgirl. I want him to be the whole Bat family at some point. Just one oh, Batman man, movie. Man. Just one Batman movie where Jensen Ackles voices everyone. Dude, if he it, like, if they didn't pick him for Red Hood, who do you think? He, what Robin do you think he would have been? Oh, um. 
Probably Nightwing, because Nightwing is the most popular Robin, so they want to use him for everything they can. That's fair. But I will say who. Who? I don't know. I was like, I, I would like to see him as Tim. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that James Gunn is jumping straight to Damien yeah. as Robin. Yeah, no. I, because this one, it feels like it's suffering the same problems all the other shared universes have had where they want to catch up to Marvel without putting in the work. Because um, here, a perfect example of this is the Dark Universe films, which, you know, there was only one, technically one movie of. And it's because 90% of that movie was exposition, trying to explain the world instead of building the world. And I feel like James Gunn is going to be like, ah, yes, here's Batman with the fourth Robin. Where are the other three? They're already out doing their thing. We'll show them in flashbacks later. It's like, no. Take the time to build the world. Don't try to rush things. You know who I think would make a good Superman? <laughs> Michael Coulter. Ooh, wait. Who's that? Luke Cage. Okay. Ooh, ooh okay. I, I can see that. I, I think Coulter that like either him or Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Needs I to have want Michael B. Jordan to be Superman so bad. Yeah. But Luke Cage, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think so far Punisher, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones have all been confirmed to appear in Daredevil Reborn. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, ah, to hell with Iron Fist. Nobody liked him. I and, wish they would just give him another chance, but not that actor. No, I like that actor I liked him. And I liked the actor until I found out about the whole fighting thing. About how he did yeah. brain. After how that, do you not uh, you kind of scratch yourself in the fighting there, show. Man. Yeah. That's wait, why what? everyone else is Okay. So, Drew. Yes. Did you say wait what? Yeah, because I didn't hear. I don't. Okay. I don't keep up with this stuff, so wait, it's all news to me, literally. So, the guy who plays Iron Fist. Uh -huh. Disney wanted him to come in and practice for the fight scenes for the show. But he was exactly like uh, Gimli in the Lord of the Rings movies where he showed up on shooting day and he was like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You're going to run at me. I'm going to knock you down. Then you're going to run at me. Yada, yada. So that's why in the show, all of his fight scenes are super boring and all the side characters that showed up to learn how to do the uh, choreographed fights looked really good. Mm. All because of his inflated ego. But for the actor that plays Gimli, it makes sense. Who is Gimli? The dwarf. Okay, I, I was thinking that was the end my axe guy. Yeah, him. Which, I mean, yeah, Drew, it, he just swings an axe around and then gets thrown by the ranger, but... Yeah, I mean, like, for for, 
for that actor, it makes sense because that that actor is so is he's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, and it's I I, th- I think it was kind of cool that they were doing Iron Fist. I just wish they would have gotten someone not Better. so <laughs> not so assholeish because he looked pretty. Like, you have a crush on him. You said he no. was pretty. <laughs> no, you <laughs> like pretty assholeish. Like I didn't yeah, like. That's fair. I didn't like how you fit the character. <laughs> no, that's understandable. All right, I think we have one more topic that will probably take a little while to go over. To and I wanted to save this one for last. Yeah, but um, I thought we had more time tonight. We can do more if we want, but well, no, I'm fine with it because you're like saying, "Well, it's getting close to nine. Like, wait, I thought he was off today. I am off today, but uh, this is the last thing I had on my list. So, if there's more y'all want to talk about, we can. But it, this is the last thing I have. Um. So, speaking of superhero movies, oh no. We got a trailer for Craven the Hunter. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, Let's we talk we, about we it. Well, first, did you guys watch the trailer? I yes. did. Yeah, true. And I okay. both watched it. It was a, it was a thing. Cool. It was a, it was a movie trailer. Let's uh, let's dissect it a little bit. So, no, nah, I don't feel like that. I did that in high school. My class did it. It was weird. We never dissected anything. We did frogs. It was, it was strange. We did cats. <laughs> yeah. Ash, you're not allowed to go visit Uncle Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, other than the whole allergic thing. Hey, but, hey um, you were threatened to throw her last night with your die. So, with her with your die. So, you know, I'll just be helping you out. Just saying. Uh, but you threw well, me in bed. <laughs> hopefully I'll get a uh, hopefully I'll get a dice tower and we won't have that problem anymore. And the I'm, only cat that I'll have to worry about being thrown is Drew. Dude, I can I make you a die tower. I might take you up on that. I would, but there's I, the one I really want to get is that sword on dice tower. Like, mm. yeah, get real nerdy when we play. Okay, so Craven the Hunter. Aaron Taylor Johnson, who, again, Lorna will agree with, very pretty eye candy, is playing Craven. We have uh, Russell Crowe playing Craven's dad, and Russell Crowe feels more like Craven than Aaron Taylor Johnson just from the trailer because Russell Crowe has the Russian accent and he's kind of an asshole hunter. Yeah, but they're turning, I was confused they're, by that too. They're yeah. turning Craven into like a pretty boy, protect nature, a vegan. Um, and listeners, no joke. So I don't read a lot of comics. Uh, as I've mentioned, most of the comics I've read are the Hellboy comic. Um, I read some comics when I get a chance, but I do not remember Craven having powers at all. Except for the Shattered Dimensions video game. Does no, Craven didn't. have powers in the comics? No, he's just a low-skilled like a, hunter. 
Yeah, it's it's like it's like Punisher. It's not actual okay. powers. It, it's more heightened senses. He's been around these creatures for so long that he's become he like. Understands. Okay, yeah, hold on, hold on. Eventually, I just looked it up. Eventually, Craven took powerful magic potion conjured by Calypso, giving him superhuman strength, speed, stamina, agility, endurance, and reflexes. Huh. Okay, so he, does. he doesn't have the powers they're showing in the movie. No. Well, he did lift uh, quite a few times in the comics or the the cartoons. He did lift Spider Man over his head and chunk him like a blocks a block away. Yeah, that was a thing yeah. that happened. It was beautiful. So, listeners, for the movie, Craven, no joke, gets bit by a radioactive lion, and um, <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. That's a sentence I did not think I would ever say, but it happened. Lion man. Lion man. (laughs) What, Drew? Was it radioactive? Yes. Because the poison poison from the lion's blood is what gives him his powers. I'm willing to bet whatever chemical is turning rhino into the rhino at the end of the movie is what the lion has. Mm Mm-hmm. and so that's why Craven gets his powers to interact and see through the eyes of animals and things like that. He's Craven's got some weird powers in this movie. I won't say that was a nice touch, though. Uh, What's your powers? I'm a knockoff Brandon Lee. Yeah. <laughs> um, they pretty much stole uh, Craven's origin stories from Catman in DC Comics. Like almost word for word, uh-huh. which is kind of a what the fuck moment. Um, so here is my theory for Craven the Hunter. I Sony wants to build a Sinister Six movie. I think this movie's mm-hmm. going to introduce the final three because we're going to have Craven in it. We're going to have Rhino in it, and then they've already confirmed. That Craven's half brother, Dimitri, aka Chameleon, is in the movie. Oh, and yeah, right. Chameleon was his brother. And Chameleon and Rhino aren't even the big bads of the movie. Like, the big bad of the movie is the foreigner. Listeners, that's not me being racist. That's the character's name. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, so, I think the Sinister Six is going to end up being Tom Hardy's Ven- Venom. Jared Leto's Morbius. <laughs> Billy from Jurassic Park 3's Rhino, which is another sentence I never thought I would say. <laughs> um, and then uh, Chameleon, Craven the Hunter, and then if you watched Morbius, which I'm sorry if you did, Vulture from, the, Vulture from MCU got dragged over to the Sonyverse. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's going to be our Sinister Six. Um, and I, if, if they want Green Goblin to be uh, a member of the Sinister Six, then they'll probably either kill uh, Rhino or Chameleon, and I'm willing to bet it's going to be Chameleon, because not a lot of people care about that character. It's, oh, he's a master of disguise. Oh, well, he's not anything else 
Unless they give, unless he gets bit by a radioactive chameleon and gets the power to turn into people. <laughs> but, um, I have a feel. This is just my theory. I have a feeling. A theory. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> theory. I have a feeling this is leading towards one more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie with the, the Sinister Six. Um, this movie is going to introduce Sony's Spider-Man, which is going to be Miles Morales, because they've already said live-action Miles is in development. So, I, I get the feeling that we're getting one more Andrew Garfield movie with this, Andrew and Miles teaming up to fight the Sinister Six. At some point in the movie, Venom's going to turn on the other members of the Sinister Six and join Miles and Spider-Man. And then we're going to... It's going to be just a quick little moment, but we're going to get black suit Andrew Garfield uh, for a final fight against the Sinister Five, since Venom's not in it anymore. Um... And then that's going to lead to Venom getting the black spider that everyone wants. And then Andrew Garfield's going to die at the end of the movie. And Miles is going to be the main Spider-Man. Didn't he technically already have the spider? No, he doesn't have the spider no. yet. Because in his world, there is no Spider-Man. That oh, we okay. know of. Oh, it just looks like the spider. Okay. So, at the end of Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, which... Should have fucking been a rated R movie. Uh -huh. But, you know, for some reason, Craven gets to be rated R, but Carnage doesn't. At the end of that movie, Venom gets transferred to the MCU. At the end of Spider-Man <laughs> uh, No Way Home, we see Venom in the bar learning about the superheroes of this world before he gets transferred back to uh, the Sonyverse, and he leaves a little bit of the symbiote in the MCU, which mm -hmm. I feel like is going to lead to Black Suit, uh, Tom, <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Loki's name, the MCU Spider-Man. He's going to get Black Suit, and then I think from there, we're going to get... Scorpion's Venom, because they've already introduced Scorpion in the MCU, and they don't oh, want to use Eddie Brock. So I think that's, I think Scorpion's going to be our main Venom for the MCU. And but, you know uh, what? Go ahead, Drew. You know who I'm hoping they keep for Scorpion? Vass? Michael Mando, please let him stay, be Scor stay as Scorpion. He was so fucking good in yeah. Homecoming. But, um, so at you know, the end, um, oh, go I, ahead. Jeremy. I hope that I hope that Flash gets it. I want to see Agent or uh, I want to see yeah, Agent Venom. I think for that to happen, they're going to have to have. So at the end of No Way Home, Doctor Strange causes everyone to forget Peter Parker is Spider Man, which I don't understand how that works for Flash's book. Like, does the book no longer exist, or what's with that? Um, 
they erase but, Peter Parker from everyone's memory, then yeah, it would. Yeah, but there's still there's still people outside of the world. So I don't know if Nick Fury remembers, if Thor remembers. They did not explain the spell really well. And then for some reason, Vulture got moved to the Sonyverse because of the spell. This spell was not explained very well. But um so Flash is gonna have to join the military and lose his legs. He's gonna have to be humbled. Because the Flash we have in the MCU right now, I do not want as Agent Venom. He's too arrogant. He is not a hero. He's just preppy douche. He needs to be humbled. If he gets humbled and then comes back, then yes, give me Agent Venom. Give me Anti-Venom as a main bad guy for a movie. Yeah. But and right you know, now... You know, it's been... It's going to be a while before he comes back as Spider-Man anyway. Because... Yeah. Because, you know, they're applying for colleges, school year's over, and he's not doing... Well, he is doing Spider-Man thing, and he made his own suit, I forgot. But, um, yeah. you know, Flash is going off to college, too. Who's to say he's not going to maybe lose his legs in a freak lab experiment instead of uh, in the war or something? He gets bit by a radioactive symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's origins now. They get bit by a radioactive thingy. Because weren't they going to uh, MIT? Uh, I know MJ and Ned were. I don't think Flash ever said where he was wanting to go. But I could be I'm, wrong. I'm wanting to say that he's he's uh, he's going with them, if I remember right. Yeah. Because I want to say he said something about MIT as well at some point. But, but uh, um, like... Maybe he has a lab explosion, then he finds the venom, a uh, little bit of symbiote left over somewhere in the lab. Yeah. I, I do want, like, a montage of venom with other hosts before he gets to Scorpion, just because I want to see venom with the uh, second host that the symbiote is like, man, this guy sucks, and then abandons him mid jump when the guy's like 20 stories in the air and leads him to plummet to his death. <laughs> like, just give me, I don't care if that's like a five minute scene. Just let me see Venom be like, man, fuck this guy and abandon him. Um, but yeah, back to Sinister Six. Like I said, I, I feel like we're getting one more Andrew Garfield movie because all of a sudden, the internet started loving him after No Way Home. Because <laughs> he finally redeemed himself. Well, one of my favorite posts on the internet is someone posting the web shot of Gwen. And it's like when the web turns into the hand and they're like, oh my god, only real ones understand this scene. And then someone under it posted, y'all motherfuckers didn't care about these movies until a couple of months ago. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, when it turned into the little hand, my heart was like, oh, oh, he's trying. Well, see, I here's my issue with Green Goblin coming back to the for the Sinister Six, if they have the same one from the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I really like the fan theory of Andrew Garfield hunting down Green Goblin and then beating him to death before No Way Home. 
And that's why he quit being Spider-Man. Oh, no, I like that idea. But at the same time, I kind of want to see Black Suit Andrew Garfield beat the shit out of uh, Green Goblin before dying. Because in the first Venom movie, they said uh, the host has to be perfectly in sync or else they die. And I, that's an easy way to explain why Andrew Garfield dies after wearing the black suit symbiote. And fucking who knows? Maybe the Sinister Six is just going to be a cheap Thunderbolts knockoff movie. <laughs> Which, the Thunderbolts movie isn't shaping up to what I wanted, so... <laughs> Y'all have any comments? Mm-hmm. I just hope that Venom turns evil if he is if he does end up in the Center of Six. I'm sick of the, the anti-hero thing. So far, everyone in the Sinister Six is an anti-hero. And it doesn't make me excited for a Sinister Six. I want bad guys. Yeah. So, okay, I know, uh, I think Drew has seen Guardians 3. I think yeah. you and me have talked about it. Jeremy, have you seen it yet? I don't plan on it. I hate the Guardians movies. Okay. So I'm going to do a small... It doesn't spoil the story. It's just something for the movie. So far, and this is why I think you should see the movie, Jeremy, um, High Evolutionary has been the best villain the MCU has had in a while because he is a straight-up villain. He has no redeeming qualities. He is not like, oh, I have a tragic backstory. It's, no, I'm a fucking asshole. I destroy things because I can. He has a line in the movie where he's like, uh, there is no God, so I stepped in. And I'm like, that is so good. Like, damn, he needs to be a bad guy for a while. And I want that for Sinister Six. I am tired of every villain getting redeeming anti-hero arcs. Like, just let them be bad guys. That's why we watch them. That's why we see them. Just, it makes no sense for Venom to be a good guy until he finds Agent Venom, Flash Thompson, the only person, able, like, strong-willed enough to turn him good. Like, somewhat good, at least. Eddie Brock's lethal protector was kind of anti-hero, but even then he was still eating criminals in alleyways and stuff. He wasn't like a good, good guy. He was like, oh, he's doing nice. He's got, he's a little confused, but he's got spirit. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, uh, the truth of that. <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah. Listeners, if you have not seen the Craven the Hunter trailer, go watch it just because it looks like it's going to be a train wreck movie. Um, I don't think I'm going to see it in theaters. I think I'm going to wait until it's on streaming. Let's hope that he's gotten better at dodging bullets. <laughs> he got shot as kick ass, he got shot as Quicksilver. You know, maybe Craven, he won't get shot. Oh no, my one weakness, bullets. How'd they know I was weak to lead? <laughs> hey guys, I figured out how to stop him. 
Apparently, if you shoot him in the head, he quits moving. <laughs> hey, kids, yeah. now, this is what we call a knuckle duster. <laughs> yeah, Craven, I have no desire to watch in theaters. Like, if my dad and uncle, even my dad says, look, I'll watch this when it's on TV. But uh, if my uncle convinces all of us as a group to go see it, I'll go watch it on like maybe a matinee where it's only like five dollars a ticket. But I have no desire to see it in theaters. Drew, you had something. I forgot what I was gonna say. I, really I think did. you were gonna defend seeing it in theaters. Well, just because I like the actor. That's fair. Oh, Lorna, uh, Lorna, Lorna and I have said if we go see it in theaters, it's just for the eye candy. Like, she and I are going to get kicked out. Well, I'm going to get kicked out of the theater for trying to lick the screen when he has shirtless scenes, but. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, you'll love Kick Ass, too, then. He has a lot of shirtless scenes in that one. He does. You know he what does. else it has? Donald Faison. Jim Carrey. It did? Right, he wasn't. They were both in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first one had Nicolas Cage in it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And honestly, I actually liked that role. Yeah, he did really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked Nicolas Cage in a movie. I, I need to watch Renfield because everyone says he does a good comedic Dracula. I and- also need to watch <laughs> the one with him and uh, Pedro Pascal as well. Oh my god, massive weight of unbearable talent. That is so good. Yeah, What's it streaming on? Uh, I think it's on Amazon. I'll double check. I think it's on Amazon Prime, and I think it was free on Prime. I'm looking it up right now. If y'all have it, oh god, excuse me. I haven't even started drinking and I'm tired. Let's see. It's on YouTube, Hulu, Amazon. Sling, all for premium subscriptions. So it's not free anywhere yet. Wait, I thought you could watch it for free on Hulu. It's premium subscription. Boo. That's the uh, the seventeen dollars subscription. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm on the basic five dollar plan. <laughs> Whenever you get a chance to watch it, watch it. It is fantastic. Uh, Willy's Wonderland is another good one. Yeah, with him. that one was really good. Drew, you said you hated that movie? Yeah, he didn't talk at all. It was I was wrong. Exactly, that's why it was good. <laughs> yeah, first of all, you're both wrong. Shut up. But, oh, wow. um, I'm waiting for you to realize. Look, now I'm just kind of hoping we get a Willy's Wonderland Five Nights at Freddy crossover. Just being a little shit. To have him beat the shit out of Freddy. I'm, I hate those games so much. And yet, yeah, I, I never got them. the appeal to him. Well, so my biggest issue with Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, okay. Oh, she's attacking the window. <laughs> she's got the zoomies. My biggest issue with Five Nights at Freddy's is that the creator, he just kind of surfs on fan theories. He doesn't put any effort into building the world. 
He's just like, oh, y'all think that's what's happening? You might be right. Buy the next game to find out. Oh, I just teased it in the next game. Buy the game after to find out. He just he keeps promising answers just to sell more games. And I I think that's lazy. It, it's a good money scheme. Don't get me wrong. Like I respect the hustle, but it's stupid. Well, he does that because it started out as a phone game, and he had no plan on making any uh, backstory or anything. Yeah. Yeah, he just wanted it to be, like, mainly for your phone, and, like, quick little jump scare thing. And then fans were like, hey, let's, I hope they do this. And so, like, oh, shit, I, sh- I need to do this. Now, I will admittedly say that I watched Eddie play the, uh, the newest one, where you're stuck in the uh, arcade. And uh, it's like the the rock star Freddy Fazbear thing. Oh, oh yeah, that one was actually pretty I, good. I want I to play that, that one. I think that one's a reboot. It doesn't tie into any of the other stuff. I think it's its own oh, it, thing. No, it's not, yeah, it's its yeah. own thing. It's not a reboot. Okay. Oh, uh, I tried watching Afris, who some of our listeners will recognize as a guest on here every now and then. I tried watching him play it. But he, no joke, saved the game after a few hours of progress, then went back to the game, and it deleted his save. Oh, damn. And, <laughs> and he's like, he sits there for a minute, and he goes, huh, guys, we're going to play Sonic 2 for a while. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was heartbroken, understandably. I mean... Yeah, I really want to play it because it looks like a lot of fun. I've watched uh, Mark play it, and I've watched... uh, I don't think I've watched Jack yet. Jack may have been the one I watched play it for a little bit. I don't remember. I I don't watch a lot of the Five Night games. Um, But speaking of games, uh, Phasmophobia is getting a console release finally. And oh, nice. I, I really hope it has cross-play so that the four of us can all play together. Because I think that would be a great game for the four of us. Most just, definitely, man. Just go ghost hunting. Uh, Nathan's already agreed to stream it when we're all playing together. Because we would be comedy gold on that. Yeah, especially me screaming every five seconds. But my big worry is that we're not going to get cross-play for a little while. Um, but who knows? They might surprise us. Because, I mean, Dead by Daylight has cross-play. It's just iffy on if it works or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Evil Dead game had cross-play. It was just iffy on if it worked or not. Oh, it did? Cross-play has issues. Yeah, the Evil Dead game had uh, cross-play and a lot of PC users were hacking the game when messing with uh, console players. So if you had a PC player on your game, you were pretty much guaranteed to win if they were survivors with you. Or if they were the demon, you were pretty much guaranteed to lose the game. Sounds about right. Yeah. That, that's why if I play crossplay, it would be with y'all. Like, uh I don't. I don't like playing games online with randos. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it does kind of suck. Well, that's everything I had on my list. What y'all got? 
uh, totally haven't been playing Injustice 2 this whole time. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Who are you playing as? Mikey. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to level him up so I can get uh, Raph. Oh, apparently the, the new Ninja Turtles movie, like the people that have gotten early screenings have said it's really good. That's, that's something I want to talk about. I was just... Because eventually Common Sense will have their episode. I just keep forgetting when I have time. I mean, well, it is a Seth Rogen movie, so it's not going to be bad. Well, I'll say that. Also, Party exists. But yes, Seth Rogen being exists. here, saying here live, eventually Common Sense will have an episode. I just keep fucking forgetting. You said that on a couple of episodes, my dear. I know. I'm saying it again. <laughs> I keep fucking forgetting. Um, what was I going to say about it? Oh, two things I actually want to talk about. That, because right. I'm really excited for this one, mainly because who's voicing Leo? Who is it? Gumball Gum- Watterson. Who's that? Kid that voices Gumball. The, the kid show, Gumball. The show with the cat that has a fish brother and a bunny sister. Yeah. Did not watch it. Oh, yeah, it's fucking missing. It's still I'm not funny. a fan of it. That's fine. I was. I'm, a, I'm more a fan of the stupid. They did it, but I'm really excited because they're actually keeping them teenagers. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people are apparently that that April is a bigger girl and she's black and I'm like okay again they're children so she's going to be a little. Uh, my favorite thing about that. And this just broke on Facebook a little while ago, so it's a recent interview. Was Pedro Pascal? They asked him about uh, that swapping things like that for casting, and he said, "Just do it. People are going to be upset anyway. Might as well just go with whatever you want." And I'm like, "Yes." Okay, I mean, <laughs> like for example, uh, Baron Mordo. The you want. Baron Mordo. Go ahead. Uh, like the character is originally uh, Orient, but they made they he's played by a black guy in Doctor Strange. I was completely fine by that. April was originally black in the comics. Mm-hmm. The old black and white comics were all the Ninja Turtles wore red. She was and a I, black girl. And the only way you could tell the difference was with weapons. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that, uh, one more yeah. has... Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. I was about to say, those comics were fucking hardcore. They yeah, were not fighting not... robots in that. They were straight up murdering people in those comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Walmart has figures so far of Mikey and Donnie, and they have the red masks. Nice. Are they black and white, or are they colored? They have color. Oh. There, I, there, there was they, one that had all four black and white, though. Good. They need to bring back the moon or uh, Werewolf by Night really showed that black and white can work and they need to bring that aesthetic back for movies because like fucking Logan would have been awesome in black and white. Which I think think they have I think they have a black and white version but I haven't watched it. I don't remember if that's an actual version or if that was just a rumor. You know what other movie Made black and white really good. What's that? Justice League Justice is Gray. 
I didn't watch that one because I could not watch another four-hour movie. I've watched it. We sat through the four times. hours. They were like, I liked it in the black and white, but I was like, mm, I watched hours. the I watched the Snyder Cut with my family, which was a mistake because the nieces and nephews were running around screaming the whole time, and I was just like, I could have watched this at home. <laughs> Good black and white movie when Kyle's done. What's that? No, no, when you finished your story. What? Or was was your story done? Yeah, my story was done. Oh, I didn't know. That's what I was saying. Finish your story. Uh, Sin City. Yes. Oh my God, Sin City was so good, and I feel Uh, like they could do more movies like that. Just. Mostly black and white, a little bit of color every now and then, but just to have the black and white aesthetic. Uh, fucking Spider-Man Noir's world, the bits we saw that of that in uh, Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Or no, that was Into the Spider Verse. Which one was the first one? Into. Into. Okay, like his world was so good to look at. His world was fun to play in in scattered dimensions. Bring back the black and white aesthetic. It's so good. Uh, Clerks 1. Black and white. Great movie. Yes. Very good movie. That might be the only Clerks I've seen. What? I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a Clerks. Oh my god. I do think we talked about this before when they announced the newest one. Not not because I didn't want to. It's Never had a chance to. I knew of them at least. I think I think my very first Jane Silent Bob movie was uh, Dogma. Which let's talk about Dogma for a second. Why is it so expensive to get a copy of Dogma? Because it's such a good movie that someone went out destroyed all the other copies of it so they could be rarities, and then they could sell them for upcharges. Yeah, that's about right. Searched literally for four years to find a copy of Dogma that was under $70. And I finally found it at um, FYE in Hot Springs. It's a used copy. The box is a little torn up, but it still plays. And, oh my god, that's such a good movie. It's not all matters. It's like, who cares about the box? As long as movie plays. I care about collection, things like that. That's uh, okay, that's valid. Because if the box is fucked up, if I ever, ever meet Jason Muse again, I can't get him to sign it. As yeah, that's about well. You know, I mean, if stuff like that, I want good condition things to be signed. Oh, no, no, that, that, that makes sense. But I mean, like, just if you're just getting it to watch it. Yeah, no. I just noticed that my turtles have camo on their shells. Turtles in a half shell? Rhythmic power? Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's just whatever shell I'm using. True. Oh, what will those uh, lizard boys get up to next? <laughs> Another thing that I did want to talk about if we're done with the TMNT thing. I You're the one who opened that book. So. I know, but if, it, if anyone else is like what I'm saying. No, go ahead. Okay, so I know we all have our things about Chris Pratt, Jeremy, and Lorna. Yeah. 
but the Super Mario movie, he actually did really good. He had a Brooklyn accent the whole time. I mean, I watched the pitch meeting episode for it, and I was just like, it kind of went the way I expected. Yeah, so, man. A friend, someone. I, I get it's part. a child's movie. So, as a 31 year old man, I shouldn't be judging, judging it that harshly, but it was kind of predictable. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. not saying anything bad about that they don't really like him. I can understand that, but like. In the movie, he fit pretty well, and Charles Martinet is in it, and he did a really he did a role perfect for him, Mario's father. I, I do have one question about the Mario movie, and it's very nitpicky for Nintendo. Uh, I guess it's me nitpicking Nintendo. Um, why is Donkey Kong Cranky's son and not his grandson? What happened to Donkey or? To Donkey Kong Jr.? Uh, that's a fair question. Because Mario, Jumpman Mario, first appeared in Donkey Kong, which that Donkey Kong they confirmed was Cranky. Then there was Donkey Kong Jr. And then uh, uh, after Donkey Kong Jr. is his son, the DK we all know right now, the one that wears the tie and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now they just kind of killed off Donkey Kong. They they old yeller Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, sorry, sorry if I sounded like a dick or about that. When did you sound like a dick? Yeah, the, the Chris Pratt thing. Oh, I don't care. Everybody knows I fucking hate Chris Pratt. He's a bitch. I, I, I still feel that it's hard for me to joke with you guys about stuff like that. I don't know who I'm going to upset. I'm afraid I'm going to upset people. He's you also Chris a, uh, Pratt, but that doesn't matter. So, from from what I I've heard, the rumor is he's also very homophobic and anti LGBTQ. From the rumors that I've heard, so I don't respect the guy. Yeah, I will. But I will. Not, I don't like his acting either. <laughs> I, I, I think he's good for like I can't understand like. He was good in this one, but I'll tell you who really stole the movie for me. Who's that? Charlie Day is Luigi. Well, that's because it's Charlie Day. Charlie no, Day's he... never put out anything bad. And he fit the role perfectly. From what I've heard, everyone's favorite character is the star that wants to die. Oh my god, is he so dark. Apparently, that's the director's kid. Why do I believe that? <laughs> Like, the director just had their uh, little kid, their youngest kid, come in and record the lines, and it's adorable. Hang on, I think I hear something in my walls. That's haunting. That's it's me, don't worry, I'm in your walls. He's in the walls! He's in the goddamn walls! I'm living in your walls, Kyle. I have no idea where that show is, but I love those scenes. Kyle, Blarkin's son is on YouTube. I have watched it. All right, I might check it out. Just because those scenes have me laughing. But, uh, so the good news is it's not in my walls. It's just a dumbass bug flying into, like, the out... Trying to hit the light on my, the outside of my house. Yes, Jeremy, if you haven't seen it, Blarkin's son is so fucking serious. I have not seen it. 
uh, Jeremy, you posted the meme of it of the guys like when I go in to check on my wife three hours later after telling her one more game, and he goes, "I love you," and then disappears. Okay, it's it's that meme. Apparently, that's from it's from that show. But I need okay. to check it out. He says it to his son. Oh yeah, but Jeremy posted it to Lorna. Oh no, no, I know, but I'm saying like, <laughs> that, that's where it's coming from. And it's my favorite one is where he has this uh, bird of prey in his room. It's like we have about 20 seconds before she figures out how to work the, like work the lock. Like all of a sudden you hear the door open, Rod. Is that where that's okay? I think I remember. I hear I've seen that audio be used, but I don't think I've seen the actual scene. I haven't seen it. I've seen one of my favorite. Uh, TikTokers. He does like a. Uh, he sits in his truck and does like a German accent. Uh, he did the whole fairy godparents in German, and it was fucking great. But uh, he did that meme, but he, like he did it with his cat, I think. And all of a sudden, you just see Rod, and he takes off. Yes, Ash. What are you staring at? She's weird. Or she's warning me of intimate danger. Probably both. Uh, Jeremy, do you have anything you want to talk about? Apparently there's a Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I can't remember if it was a show or movie in the works. Oh, I think it's a movie. They're going to do the story of Arthur, and then they'll probably go to uh, the other. John. Yeah, then they'll go to Red Dead Redemption 1. And then, maybe, just maybe, out of nowhere, we'll get an Undead Nightmare movie. I want a uh, remake of the Undead Nightmare games. Yes. Uh, full, just, uh, is it Rockstar or Rocksteady that does it? Rockstar. Rocksteady is the bad guy in, uh... <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Okay. Well... The, they need to just make a full-fledged Undead Nightmare game. Yeah. Like, use the big open world and just keep the mechanics of the first, of Undead Nightmare where you have very limited ammo, you have to be smart with how you hunt. Because I don't think the first game had bow and arrows, so this would be a good time to bring in a bow and arrow because you can use them in the second game. Yeah. Um. Bring back mythical creatures that you could hunt down because there are so many they could use. They could bring back Bigfoot. Uh, I mean, they did hunt them to extinction. In the first game. But that takes place like several years later. So there might be more. Oh, there's also um, giants in, uh, in the Red Dead world. Yes. There's that. They could bring back the fucking animal people glitch and make them an actual creature you have to hunt down. <laughs> the manimals. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the experiment? No. I, guy? Oh, okay. No, but I would like to hunt that down. No, there was a glitch for a little while where the humans would start acting like animals, and so you'd be riding your horse, and there'd be like some random guy chasing you as a cougar, Fuck acting that, like yeah. a cougar. <laughs> There'd be people flying because of the bird, like the AI would get it mixed oh, up. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna have to look that up. I would love up. a full mission of hunting down like 
manimals and just be done with oh that'd be so good oh all right, I, I got, go ahead drew i was gonna say i got a fun one real fast because we've all played justice too right yeah if for for m for mk1 i hope they do the same thing injustice did with where the characters fight each or hit each other at the title at the selection screen that's what they're doing. That's how we're going to get the uh, the little banter back and forth when the level loads. Okay, because or no, like like as you no 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 like when you pick your fighter. Yes. So what more they're doing? I know what you're talking about. They're kind of doing the um, doing it backwards. So when you select your character, the characters are going to come up and like try to hit each other. And they're going to banter back and forth. And oh, then they're going to hit okay. each other. That's going to cause them to separate. And then it's going to be round one fight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Mortal Kombat 1's copying a couple of things from Injustice 2. Which makes sense because Injustice 2 was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm doing Leo versus Red Hood. And uh, he went to go attack Leo. All of a sudden he just ducked his head and smacked him with the sword. Nice. Uh, I think his character in that game is Hellboy. Yeah, I think I think my favorite one is whenever you do it. If you play as Mikey, he has to do like a Zen moment and then takes out a stun chuck. What? Hellboy is fun. Like whoever voiced him for this one did really good. Uh oh, god, I can't think of his name. Cause let me look it up real quick. Cause I think it is a big voice actor. I think it's someone who does a lot of the Mortal Kombat. It was me. <laughs> Holy shit! Jeremy voiced Hellboy in Injustice. Yeah. I will say I like the fact that some games reuse voice actors for stuff like Caustic and Apex is K- is Kano in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they got to get their money. Mirage has voiced Batman, he's voiced Sonic the Hedgehog, he's voiced a lot of people. Dude, when I found out that he was Sonic, I was like, they're what the fuck. Uh, a lot of Critical Role members are in uh, Injustice 2. I, I, shit, it might be everyone is in there, because uh, Matt Mercer is Deadshot, yeah. Liam O'Brien is Reverse Flash, Talison yeah. Jeffy is Flash, they, Travis Willingham is uh, Jay Garrick Flash. Bullshit. Shit. Hang on. Let me see who Marisha, Ashley, and Laura were. I think Laura was Laura Bailey was Supergirl. I could be wrong. God, I knew I liked this game for a reason. Wait. The one that voices Flash, was that Percy? Yes. Okay. I'll be back. I gotta get Zora to bed. Okay. That's what uh, time was. Yeah, she was. Laura Bailey was Supergirl. Let me see who Ashley Johnson voiced. Because I think all the members of Critical Role are in Injustice. Da 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 da. Film, television, video game. 
<gasps> Ashley Johnson was in Last of Us? Oh my god, he's gonna hit oh us. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, they should really make that into a show. Wait, other way around. <laughs> he's gonna hit us, I swear. Probably. Okay, so Ashley Johnson wasn't in Injustice 2. Wait. Alright, now for Marisha. Was was Marisha uh Vex? Was she who? Vex. No, Marisha is Keelan. Laura Bailey is Vex. Okay. I, I never knew who was who. So what's real the reason why Vix and Vax are twins in the show is because Laura Bailey and Liam O'Brien have the same birthday. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. So while I'm looking this up, some critical role lore. Um oh wait, hang on. Her voice list is Oh, Marcia hasn't done nearly as many voices as I thought she did. But she and does a lot of uh direct or like live action stuff, so that might be why. And thank you for telling me that Travis was Jay Garrick. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, yeah, she's not in Injustice 2 either. Uh she was in the Friday the 13th game as one of the AJ Manson, but that game's closing down, so. I know. <laughs> oh, uh, Bruce Baker. That's the voice of the guy who did Hellboy in uh, Injustice 2. Nice. I'm, I'm trying to see if what else he's done. Um, he's voiced hundreds of commercials. Uh, mainly gaining national distribution. He's also appeared in a large number of video games and narrated. So he doesn't have like a uh, Wikipedia, but it says he. Hi, kitty cat. I know it's almost tree time, but he does a lot of voiceovers. He's one of. He's mainly a background voiceover guy, from what I've read. That's still fun. But, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, so, like I said, I, I'm I'm playing right now and apparently to get like if you want to get like the crystals for it they're really really cheap like for 2,000 of them it's 99 cents or hear me out they could have just sold skins (laughs) well they are the J and reverse slasher skins yeah they're skins that's why I use them Dr. Freeze, not Mr. Freeze, because he has a doctorate. He's a skin, but I don't want to have to work through all of Captain Cold's other bullshit either. I just want skins and be done with it. Like the first Injustice game. I want to play as Flashpoint Batman and beat the shit out of people. Go that route. You have to call all of Batman's villains by doctor. Yes, which we should. We respect the work they put in. <laughs> Dr. Scarecrow, Dr. Harley Quinn, Dr. Poison Ivy. Uh, did Matt Hatter have a doctorate? No, he no. was just crazy. Dr. Firefly, because I'm sure he Dr. had a Man doctorate. Bat. Dr. Man <laughs> Dr. Killer Croc. No one knows what he has a doctorate in, but they're too afraid to ask. He has a doctorate in eating people. (laughs) 
Doctor and Cannibalism. My favorite doctor. Uh, Firefly had one. <laughs> Be funny as hell if he did, though. Which, how, why hasn't Firefly or Killer Croc been in Injustice yet? They could have been skins for people. I think Killer Croc would be pretty cool for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, uh, Mortal Kombat, the last Mortal Kombat game, when Joker came out, they gave a bunch of uh, skins for people. Noob Cybot had the Joker who laughed, or the Batman who laughed. Yeah, I remember seeing Uh, that one. Cassie Cage had Harley Quinn, and then Baraka had Killer Croc, and it worked really well. I didn't know that. Very nice. Baraka also has a like a full outfit of him as a chef, and I want that. That's like my main Baraka outfit when I play as him. Is him as a chef because it's awesome. He has a little <laughs> chef hat and like sausages draped around his neck, an apron. Like the only thing I would change about it is the apron needs to say "Kiss the Cook." <laughs> I think I have that skin, too. You probably do. Uh, I I did think about something I want to talk about uh, real quick. So, have you all heard about these killer whales that are attacking the Russian ships? No. They're taking the bottom out of them. So, uh, Drew, what's going on is um, these or- this Russian ship hit an orca these and, like, injured it. So Ooh. all these other orcas are attacking Russian ships and, like, destroying the piece of the ship that uh, hurt the killer whale. And it just happens that if you destroy that ship, it causes the ship to sink. And so killer whales are just running around sinking Russian ships and they're teaching other killer whales to do it. They're like, hey, this shit's funny. They scream when you do it. Well, you know what this is, don't you? It's a well orchestrated attack. I will hit <laughs> <laughs> I sent that joke to Devin, and all I got back was, fuck you. Drew left. Oh, he's back. No, get out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) That was a good one, goddammit. Thank you. It's not saying it was bad. It's just like, goddammit. Oh. God. Y'all talk for a second. Let me see if I have another joke I sent Devin that I really yeah, liked. It's not that it was bad. It's like, God, Jesus, I didn't need to hear one oh. of these today. So, good news. So, Ian and Anthony bought Smoshback from Mythical. And... <laughs> God damn you. I was talking to our listeners, not you, Kyle. Not everything's about you. No, I know exactly where this is going. Can we do some background information before you do it? Yeah. Talking about. I'm just talking about Ian and Anthony buying the company back. I was gonna say, 
I watched some of their videos today, and it's good to see them back together. Gosh. It is. It is very good to see them back together. So for our listeners, because we might have some younger ones out there who don't know this, 18 years ago, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Ian and Anthony uh, started Smosh. It was a sketch comedy series that got big because of their Pokemon lip sync video. And then there was another video where they were interviewing people on the beach. And back then, YouTube would just make your thumbnail the middle of the video. And it just so happened the middle of their video was a very, you know, well-endowed woman. So that was the thumbnail for the video, and that caused them to blow up in popularity for a while. And um, so Ian and Anthony did sketch comedy um, for several years. Then they sold the company to Defy Media. And a lot of this information that I'm quoting is from Anthony Paladaki's video, I spent the day with Ian Hecox, and they talked about a lot of their background, which if you have an hour and a half to kill, very good interview listening to them talk about, but I'm going to talk about some of the highlights. But yeah, go watch that video. It was really good. But um, so they they wanted to expand their brand some and they wanted to focus on writing comedy and having someone else do a lot of the corporate stuff. They sold uh, Smosh to Defy Media for stocks. They didn't sell it for money. They sold it for stocks. And Anthony fully believed that the stocks they were getting, he was going to be able to retire with. That's I don't know how stocks transfer to money. I am not smart enough for that. I'm not even going to try to pretend I do. All I know is in the interview, Anthony said he thought he was going to get to retire with what they got in stocks from selling it. So Defy Media uh, created two really bad Smosh movies. They were not good at all. Um, They got... Uh, other YouTubers that were under Defy's brand to collaborate with them. And it started becoming a lot of pressure for Ian and Anthony. And six years ago, if I remember right, Anthony left Smosh. He quit. Uh, According to the interview, he tried to convince Ian to leave with him, and the two of them just get a fresh start, start their own thing, and let Smosh be controlled by Defy, but Ian wanted to stay with Smosh. So Anthony left, um, and it caused a bit of a fallout between Ian and Anthony. And Anthony said he was upset that Ian didn't want to leave with him. He felt like he was abandoned, which was valid. And then Ian said he was upset with Anthony because Anthony straight up refused to do any collaborations with Smosh for, like, the two channels. Ian had no problem with Anthony leaving. He knew it was something Anthony wanted to do. 
he was just upset that Anthony didn't want to collab on anything. So the two of them quit being friends for a while. And Ian was kind of stuck with Smosh under the control of Defy Media. Then the big email hit. One day at work, uh, Smosh found out they were done. Like Defy's boss took all the money and ran. And all the YouTube channels under Defy Media were permanently closed down. Ian caused this. I called this the Great Riot of 2018 because a bunch of the Smosh crew members and cast, they just, like, they went out, bought alcohol. Uh, apparently, they didn't name any names, but apparently some people went and pissed on the Defied Media boss's desk since he wasn't uh. in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of equipment just ended up going home with people, like very expensive equipment. Um, the Assassin's Creed outfit from Epic Rap Battles and Smosh's Assassin's Creed videos ended up going home with someone. They don't know who. But yeah, so Smosh, Ian said people just took things and went home. They asked permission. And Ian was like, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Um, and Ian, uh, some members stayed, and they made little videos to try to stay afloat. But Ian was pretty much convinced Smosh was dead. Until he talked to his friends at Good Mythical Morning, uh, Rhett and Link, who I know about, but I haven't watched a lot of their videos. Uh, I think Jeremy's a big fan of their podcast or something. Is that right? Yeah, I'll watch them in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. Yeah. I love their videos. They're really good. Uh, so, Rhett and Link are, have been very good friends with Smosh since the beginning. Uh, in fact, if you watch Epic Rap Battles of History, Rhett, Link, Ian, and Anthony were the Renaissance artists when they did Renaissance Artists versus the Ninja Turtles. Which is, funny, which is funny, I'm still fighting as Ninja Turtle as you talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ian approached them about buying Smosh, and uh, they asked how much. And Ian said, I think it was like $10 million to buy out Smosh. And to Ian's surprise, Rhett and Link said, okay, we'll do it. And once they bought it, they took the crew to one of the rare houses they own, and they said, here, make videos, do what you want. We will collab with y'all if y'all want, but Ian is pretty much in control. So y'all just do y'all's things, keep doing what makes y'all happy, and we'll be here to help you if y'all want. Wait, with... is that the... Go is ahead. That the sponsor we have now with uh, Damien and all of them? Yes. Okay, no wonder I like it. Uh, which, we'll talk about the other crew here in a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for a few years, Smosh was under the control of uh, Good Mythical Morning, and things really improved. Like, people were having fun on set. Uh -huh. uh, they weren't doing sketch comedy as much anymore. Like, they pretty much abandoned that for 
their board AF series or their their podcast that they did for a little while, which go ahead, Jeremy, if you want acclaimed. to. God damn you. Come on now, can't be that bad. Um but yeah, they did a podcast for a little bit, which they've announced is coming back. Um but yeah, they've all said that good mythical morning was what Smosh needed. They were like really good bosses or they didn't call them bosses. They were good owners or uh producers. They they were very helpful. Um and then last year where I'm I'm skipping some stuff because I don't know the full story, but uh Anthony started his own channel which a lot of people at first a lot of people cringed at because a lot of his videos weren't good you could see it was anthony trying to find himself um and then he did like he started uh some shows he has one series called the i spent a day with where he's interviewed like i said ian hecox He's interviewed, he's one of the few people to do a live interview with Corpse, the rapper. Oh. Um, because yeah, Corpse. Voice. Yes. But, the uh, horror narrator, you mean? Yes. Uh, but Corpse doesn't like showing his face, so they <laughs> censored his face for the interview. But Anthony was one of the few, is one of the few people who know what Corpse actually looks like. Um, and he did it so well, Corpse came back for his second interview. He's done it twice now. I'm I'm willing to bet we'll probably get another Corpse interview because the two of them like talking with each other. But uh, Anthony hasn't only interviewed famous people. He's interviewed ex-cult members, uh, at least one person with multiple personality disorder, um, criminals. Just he's interviewed a lot of people, and that series is fantastic if you have time to watch it. Uh, and then Ian was controlling Smosh. Uh, at some point, Anthony got engaged, and then the two of them broke it off. And Ian was dating a ex Playboy model for a little while, and then the two of them broke their things off. And I don't know if it happened at the same time, but Ian and Anthony started going to therapy to work on themselves. After this happened, Ian started dating another girl. I don't remember her name, but she's the one who convinced Ian to reach out to Anthony for lunch. She was like, hey, y'all... Just reach out to him, send him a message, see if he wants to get lunch, and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. If you two decide y'all aren't friends anymore after that, y'all gave it one more shot. After all this time, y'all have both worked on it yourselves. Give it some time. See what happens. Uh, and Anthony agreed to lunch with them, and then this was all last year. Ian and Anthony pretty much became friends again. They started hanging out more. Uh, they started talking. And then six months ago, apparently they reached out to Good Mythical Morning about buying back the company. 
And Good Mythical Morning was like, all right, cool. We will work out the details, but we're really happy you two are friends again. Um, that's the important thing right now. And then, uh, what was it, two days ago, Ian yeah. and Anthony announced they bought Smosh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so two days ago, they made the official announcement that Ian and Anthony are in control of Smosh. They completely own it. They did not say how much they bought it for. And uh, I mean, they did a video. It was a very large briefcase of money. Yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't a briefcase. It was bags of money. And I then, thought they had both. No, they, they gave uh, two very large bags of money and then Red Link passed over a briefcase with a password to Smosh's YouTube channel. That's right. So, hey, I love. Hi, Laura. We love you. They said they hate you. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. They did. No, never. Hi, Lucy. Never. Hang on. I have to send a message to Lorna. She said she hates y'all, too. I don't hate them. Monkey. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so Rhett and Link were really happy about Ian and Anthony buying Smoshback. And yeah, Ian and Anthony have announced that they are going to bring back the sketch comedy of writing. They're going to start writing sketch comedy again. They're not going to do the same thing as they used to, but we're going to get some more sketch comedy again. Smosh Pit, which is the secondary crew that, uh, with like Damien, Shane, Courtney, and all of them, they're not going anywhere. Smosh Pit is going to get to stay. Uh, apparently, they're going to start a full D&D campaign called Sword AF. Uh, be funny. Yeah, it might be good. I'm just, there's, there's a lot of D&D uh, shows going on. I, I kind of wish some of these other tabletop games would get some love. Like, I, I've told y'all this. I've been listening to a podcast called The Silent Secrets, which is a Monster Hearts uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. I don't think Smosh could do a Monster Hearts campaign. But, like... Savage Worlds or Monster of the Week, something like that, maybe. But I understand doing D and D because everyone knows D and D. It's the most popular one. All it's also stuff. a double-edged sword. It's, the other games aren't going to get popular until big names like that play it. Yeah. Which you know, listeners, if, if you haven't listened to these Silent Secrets, do it. Fantastic podcast. Absolutely love it. But, um, yeah, so Smosh Pit isn't going anywhere. They're going to keep doing the stuff they're doing on Smosh Pit. Uh, Ian and Anthony are going to keep doing, are going to start doing sketch comedy again. I don't know if we're going to get Food Battle back. I doubt it. We better. We might get one. We might get it back, but I seriously doubt it. Um, I. I don't know if we'll get... Go ahead. I'm going to throw Drew. You better get it. (laughs) Throw Nathan for once. I'm tired of being thrown. 
Yeah, Nathan's not here to defend himself. Throw him. Yeah. He's just a poor defenseless little baby. He's an angel. He's just a little guy. Right. He's a little fellow. Wait, 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 wait. I have a picture for this. Hold on. Well, while he's looking for that, um, I I kind of hope we get the Smosh Summer or Smosh Winter Games back, but that's another one I don't see happening. And who knows? We'll just, they've done a few videos with Ian, or with Anthony. They've done the announcement video. They've done the uh, whoops. Oh, that's cute. Just a little guy. It's my favorite shirt that I have from Possum Mood. They have um, they've had Ian or Anthony on the Try Not to Laugh, Two Truths, One Lie, and a Hot Wings. Which I think that was the last Ian or Anthony. I keep mixing them up. The last Anthony video posted so far. They're going to have more. Um, apparently, Ian and Anthony have written and recorded their first sketch comedy. Uh, it's in the process of being edited and should be out here soon ish. But yeah. Uh, for people who watched Old Smosh, we're kind of getting back to Old Smosh. I know Trude's really excited. She loves she loves Old Smosh. Yeah, I, I like Old Smosh. Current Smosh. So I like current Smosh, but some of the cast members I have issues. Uh, they annoy me. Is the best way to put yeah. it. Um, yeah. One. All There's Shane. That's I like Shane. Shane. Well, I like the, the guy from the Goldbergs, whatever his name is. He's the only yeah, one that Shane. doesn't annoy me to no end. That's Shane. I like Shane. I like Damien. I like Courtney. Um, Those are my three favorites. I I like Olivia. I absolutely love Tommy. I think Tommy's hilarious. Um, there's some newer, uh, Noah, I like, I don't like, uh, Keith. I, I think he's kind of annoying. Um, I'm going through the list in my head. Jackie, I think is okay. She's kind of funny. Um, but they have, there's the girl that always lies. And I guess that's going to be her stick through Smosh is, oh, I'm always the liar. You can't trust me. And it's gotten old kind of quick. Um, there's one who I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk on this. I don't know if they identify as a woman or if they identify as non-binary. Uh, they haven't said it on the show as far as I know. but. Their personality is, I'm loud, have the spotlight on me, focus on me. And I'm like, just stop, please. Um, yeah, there's some cast members that I'm, I wouldn't be heartbroken if they left. And then there are some ca cast members that, you know, I kind of hope come back. Um, uh, the original four, uh, Laser Corn, Mari Takahashi, uh, oh god, uh, I can't remember the other two. 
they they all have a pot or they had a podcast. I haven't listened to it in so long. But the original four Smosh members, I kind of hope come back for a little sketch or something. But um, Wes, the editor, I don't know what his situation is right now. So Wes, the editor, he was on Smosh for a while. And then him and several of the old members started another YouTube channel together. And then... There were some allegations against Wes about from a certain woman. So I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't seen any updates on that. So I, I'll be very surprised if he comes back for anything. Understandable. But yeah, that was, ladies and gentlemen, that was my deep dive on Smosh lore. Oh, they brought back Ian's mom. Yes, they did bring back his mom, and I was laughing my ass off at that. I was so happy to see Ian's mom. And your attractive uh, friend Anthony over here. <laughs> Which, that is something Anthony talked about. Um... He was really annoyed with the fans for a little bit because they only referred to him as the hot one. And he's like, I'm, I have other personalities more than just my looks. Um, this was around the time he wanted to leave Smosh. He, he said he went through a lot of stuff during that time and he needed to get into therapy and work on himself. And, you know, good on him. Yep. Like... It's like when John Moxley left AEW to check into rehab for alcoholism for a while. He was like, look, I can either get into rehab now when I know I have a problem or something bad will happen down the road. And I'd rather get into rehab now and not have the bad thing happen. And so he went into rehab for a while and he seems to be doing better. Like... Good on people that can sit there and recognize they have an issue and need to get it worked on. Not saying any names, Craig. Craig, this is your intervention. Didn't want to Craig. tell you, but uh, you've been showing up to work with white powder on your nose every day, Craig. Um, we know it's not the powdered donuts. Craig, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Drew's mad, Craig. Drew's very mad. Drew was horribly upset. Drew, Drew Angie. <laughs> Drew wanted to fist fight you, but we convinced him to hold off until after rehab when it's a fair fight. When it's, it's a fair, fair fight. fight. <laughs> it's a fair fight. Oh, God. Wait, wait, <laughs> let me get it for you. Lorna, Lorna said that's a fight in a gay club. <laughs> nice. Like it's not playing in the turtles. I think that's a video on Orange YouTube, too. Probably. It is. Trust me. I know. Mm. Mm. I like bear videos. I gotta finish this, then I can do it, thank God. Do what? I've finally leveled up on the turtles to get a slot for Raph. Yay! I guess you're gonna do what with Raph's slot? I can finally stop playing against the turtles and move on the level of my other characters. I'm happy you're happy. I'm not. 
<laughs> he's not mad. He's just disappointed. Like my oh, dad, Drew. Yeah. Won't... I know that's not powdered donut. That's why he hasn't talked to me for the last nine years. <laughs> well, do we have anything else we want to talk about? That I can think of. Kyle, we know it's not powder donut. Oh, no. I've made it very clear. (laughs) I am addicted to cocaine. I I probably have a problem. I'm going to give myself (laughs) a nerve. I probably have a problem. (laughs) There's a possibility that I have a problem. There's a possibility this is a call for help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's that movie? Um, Hook. This isn't a cry for help. I'm gonna do it, and do not stop me, Shmi. Shmi, stop me. Stop me, Shmi. Stop me right now. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, have y'all seen? So there's this video going on, and it's a girl talking about Hook, and she goes, "I read this in an interview. I or I read this online. I hope it's true." But apparently the guy who played Captain Hook and the guy who played Smee did it as if Smee and Hook were a gay couple. And I do that, that vibe. That's why it nope. works so well. Apparently you they know? went up. What? That's fair. I see that now. They went up to the director and they were like, hey, can we play them as a a gay couple, and the director was like, no, I didn't write them that way. And then they walked off muttering, we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. right. But and that's the thing, it worked out so perfectly. Exactly. Like, I could see them as a wonderful little gay couple. Oh, look, I'm about to fight Hellboy. Good, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Shmi was in the knife play. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I did like the actor for Smee. He was really good. Oh, of course, yeah. he's shirtless. Yes, he is. Mm. actor for Smee was shirtless? Yes, he no. was. <laughs> no, I love, I love every time I... Most time when I fight help, well, he's either got the jacket on or he's shirtless. I'm like, okay. The game is obviously picking something. Yeah, they're like, hmm, what would Kyle like? Here we go. I'm 99% sure that Kyle just hacked my game and does this every time. You're Wasn't Hellboy well. always shirtless, though? No. He, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, he wears a jacket shirtless most times, but... He also has a very common look where it's the jacket and a shirt with the uh, BRPD logo on it. I'll, I'll be honest, the, jacket, the shirtless jacket look, it fits well, him better. Well, shit, look at my profile picture. That's his other common look. <laughs> yeah, I I just like him not like being shirtless with just the trench coat because it just works. Yeah. I, well, let's see. Ron Perlman did both of the looks. I think David Harbour did both of the looks in the movie. He I did. I remember him being shirtless more. I don't know what they're doing for the new movie because we haven't seen anything new for it in a little while. Um... Yeah, I think the newest movie, they've either, I think they've started uh, filming, so we might get some uh, behind-the-scenes look here soon, but I don't know. I'm excited for it. 
It's a folk horror movie with Hellboy set in the Appalachian Mountains based off a very good comic. Hell yeah, I'm into it. I think my favorite scene in any of the Hellboy movies is where he gets the, uh, takes the dead guy uh, out of the tomb. <laughs> Has to carry him around and he speaks Russian. And it, it's the, and he, and he's, I love when Ron changes his voice. Yeah. So like, like cutesy, it just fits for Hellboy. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why the Ron Perlman movies worked really well when David Harper's did. Also, so David Harper's movies were written to try to be very Deadpool-y. And, okay, um, do now. Don't get me wrong, I liked the David Harper movies, but Hellboy has a very dry sense of humor. That's what works for him. He doesn't have the over-the-top sense of humor. His is very, yeah. his is very dry. Uh, because Mike Magnolia said he based Hellboy's personality off his father, and his dad was a factory worker who would often come home with like cuts along his arms from working machinery. And he said his dad's a good guy. He just has that very dry sense of humor. I think um, my favorite things from Hellboy was whenever he got hurt. It took like five seconds for him to realize the pain. Yeah. Uh, I like, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, the David Harper movie also worked, or also didn't work, because the five comics they based that movie off of were like at the end of Hellboy's run. They were like... Sporadic. Yeah, they were some of the last comics. Like, major story. So, uh, the first Hellboy movie with Ron Perlman was based off the comic Seed of Destruction, uh, which is one of the earlier Hellboy comics. It's Hang on, let me look my book real big, real quick. It might be the first Hellboy co- book. Uh, let me look real fast. The fact that he had the source material on hand. Yeah. Uh, Seed of Destruction is the first Hellboy major story. So... Guillermo del Toro uh, made that the first comic, or the first movie. The Golden Army, which we can all agree was the weaker of the Ron Perlman movies. Oh, cool. Um, that was Guillermo del Toro's original story. He, he made that himself. That's why it kind of felt... And then you have the two animated movies, uh, Sword of Storms and Blood and Iron, which I, I believe are based off of two uh, Hellboy side stories. Um, then David Harper's is based off like... Uh, let me look at the books again. Sorry, I've got a right here. Um, yeah, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reading something. Yeah. No, you're fine. I'm... I, I think it's based off the Wild Hunt, which is like the second to last major story before Hellboy in Hell. Um, which Hellboy in Hell is the final major story. Uh, and then the newest movie is supposed to be based off of Hellboy the Crooked Man, which is a one-off side story. It's one of the... It's like one of the most favorite side stories that people read. And what's good about this 
is Mike Magnolia is writing for the movie. This is the first time Mike Magnolia has had real hands-on for a Hellboy movie. So this, it has the makings to be a really good Hellboy movie. I'm just, oh, that was great. I'm just worried about the director because he directed some movies that I weren't big fans of, like the second Ghost Rider, and uh, I think he directed the Cranked movies with Jason Statham, but I'd have to double check. They're so stupid, I love them. The first one. I think my second one, the fucking kaiju fight. Like, how can we make this look fun? Oh, give them giant paper mache heads. Yeah, the first Hellboy movie is absolutely fantastic. It's one of my comfort movies. I go back and watch it a lot. We were talking about Cranked. Oh, I, I've seen like maybe one Cranked movie. That's fine. But no, no. That's, that's a. I know we're about to. That's a good question. What are y'all's comfort movies? Uh, of course. Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Sweeney Todd's a good one. Um, the first Hellboy movie. Uh, let's see. The Jurassic Park. Like, uh, Jurassic Park is one of my big ones. I can go back and watch that multiple times and be happy. Probably Godzilla: Final Wars, just because that movie is. That movie is so ridiculous. Because go, uh, Zilla gets knocked out. <laughs> oh my god! No, I I probably said this on the podcast. If I did, I apologize. But for the longest time, I thought the scene of Godzilla, like killing Zilla, while Sums Forty One were all to blame in the background, was a fan edit. And when I finally got to watch the movie, and I was like, oh, this is an actual scene in the movie. Wait, no, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I need to find this. Uh, it's on Prime. It's, I don't remember how much it is. I don't think it's super expensive. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, do I still? Yeah, hang on. I can tell you real fast, because I got it on my Prime wish list uh, to buy in the future. Rent or buy. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, uh, you can rent it for four dollars or you can buy it for fifteen dollars. If you like anime, I would give it a watch because it's pretty much like watching a live action anime. It is so ridiculous. There. Jeremy, what were yours? Sweeney Todd and uh, Sweeney Todd across the universe, the Ringer, um, Garden State. Uh, wish I was here. Uh, let's see, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, uh, Devin watched. I don't know if he's watched it recently, but he watched Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, when it first came out on DVD and Blu-ray at mm -hmm. our brother Cody's house. 
And it got to this scene where I think it's like beginning of the movie where little Michael starts beating one of the other kids to death with like a tree limb. And Devin goes, huh, I'm going to go watch South Park for a while. It just gets up and leaves. <laughs> I, I have to ask Devin if he's watched it recently, but I don't think he has. Um. Uh, Grant Torino and uh, the Shawshank Redemption are also some uh, comfort movies. That's good. Uh, I gotta think about this. I, I should have thought about that as y'all were talking. It's all good. So, I'm fact checking this real quick. Before I say the first it. two, the first two Bill and Ted movies. The third, the third one too. I did, I did like that one. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is becoming one because I'm, that's a good one. I'm on my second watch through of it. It's so just sorry. I'm on my third. Just Chris Pine. That's a good movie. Uh, all three, all three new Star Treks. Meh. It's, it's a good person. Again, I was raised on so. Um, oh, that hurts me. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I like the. Oh no, not you guys. Guys. No, I'm. I'm sure you're talking about Hellboy whooping your ass. Oh no! And Justin's did it in memory of. I'm like, oh, that hurts me. Oh. Oh no! I beat Hellboy's ass with an inch of his life. No, I don't believe that. So, I like. The star, the last Star Trek movies, but I wasn't real big on Star Trek, so they're just kind of fan, uh, uh, more sci-fi movies for me. I'm just like, oh, all right, these exist. Oh, that's, that's fine. Like, yeah, that's, I liked him because Chris Pine it did. He was a really good Kirk. Like, I saw an interview of a Shatner talk about like the different actors that have done impersonations of him, and he said for Pine, it's just. Kirk. Um, I keep forgetting Thor is his dad in those movies. Yeah, I think my like the in uh, Star Trek Beyond is my all-time favorite because I have three scenes that are all-time best. Uh, one is where he does the riding on a motorcycle, does like the illusions. Uh, they they try to fly the ship off the cliffside, and then of course playing one of the best Beastie Boy songs out there, "Sabotage." Oh, well, it's right there. Get it. I was saw that in theaters with a friend, and I I was screaming the whole time because that's my all time favorite song. Nice. And it's like, because I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, what are they, they're going to do some kind of, like, old 80s, 90s music, something that would work, that it make kind of sense. And then it did start the opening riff for Sabotage. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Oh, I, I was on the opposite end. I figured they were going to do Sabotage because that was the song from all the trailers. I didn't really pay attention to trailers. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, Ashes hunting bugs that are flying into my house. Good girl. Good kitty. Good kitty. Someone's a kitty. 
No, she's been good today. You know, other than when I tried to take a nap before we recorded, and she kept attacking my feet. Sounds so all right. But other than uh, that, my all-time right now big comfort movie because I, I do this. I say this at work all the fucking time when customers leave. I pull. I get on my free guy bullshit. That's a good one. I have watched that movie about 20 fucking times now. Nice. To the point where I'm... Uh, so before we recorded yesterday, I'm looking on Amazon, and it's like, we're, we're eating, and I told her I'm going to be watching Free Guy, and then she looks over, sees me on Amazon, it's like, that's not Free Guy. I was like, oh no, it's playing in the background. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I was about I, to ask, what is everyone's favorite movie? I'm guessing Drew's is free guy. No, not free guy. All to like all time? Yeah. Double dragon. What dragon? You cut out. Double, Double dragon. dragon. I don't think I've seen that. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I'll have to look it up. It's hey, let me see based that. on an arcade game. It was so cheesy. <laughs> Alright, Jeremy, your answer. I've already mentioned mine, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. I was about yeah. to say, I mentioned mine, Jurassic Park, so. <laughs> the first Jurassic Park. The other ones, I really didn't like the Jurassic World series. I thought the first one was good, and then the second one with all the, the human clone bullshit, I was like, oh, that's stupid. And then the third one was disappointing but it exists but the first uh, jurassic park movie is so good i never cared so for jurassic park what i never cared for jurassic park myself well you're allowed to have your wrong opinion i mean <laughs> oh i have another come from a movie that i didn't think about and we we got it at work the other Hey Kyle, do you, you have Prime Video, right? Yes. Double Dragon's on there. Is it free? Yes. It's oh, included with it Prime. Oh, I'll put yes. it on my wish list. I might. Oh, here. Yeah. I'm still have I'll put it on my wish list. Uh, that makes me sad. Uh, as I was saying, um, have any of you ever heard of a movie called The Warriors? Yeah, I was actually quoting that to Lorna a few minutes ago because she's wearing the uh, Welcome to Horrorwood shirt. And they're wearing nice. uh, they're wearing the skeleton onesies. Nice. Uh, nineteen ninety four. Yes. Okay, it's on my wish list. I'll. I'm. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna watch it tonight or tomorrow, but it's on my list of things to watch. Yeah, it's it's uh, the main bad guy is the cop from Terminator Two. I love him. He makes such a good bad guy. He does. He plays a character named uh, Kokoshuko, and it's just... But, Jeremy, my dad, uh, like, one time, we, me, him, and my sister all out one day, and he wants to go into uh, Barnes & Noble? Yeah, Barnes & Noble. And he's on a hunt for a specific movie, and I, he's not going to tell us anything. And then he finds it, and we go home, and it was like, I'm looking like, what the fuck is the Warriors? And he's like, oh, you're about to find out. Like, Warriors! I had, yeah, I had, 
I had no choice but to watch this movie, Kyle. And I was completely fine with it because it was so fucking good. Have you read the book? I don't think I've read the book. I didn't know there was a book. There is. It is based off of a book, and the book is slightly different than the movie. Um, it's not Denial. bad. I'd give it a read. Or if you could find like an audio book, I'd give it a listen. But be prepared. That's all I will say. Understandable. Um, hey, y'all seen Waterworld, right? Yes. I hate yeah, that that's movie. I know, but it's one I haven't seen in so long, though. That movie makes no sense to me. Oh my god, we are in a world covered in water. Hey, that guy has gills. He can breathe under the water. The thing the world is covered in. Let's kill him. Yeah. Why? Because it makes no sense. Questions. I hate that movie so much. And like they keep joking saying we're going to get a new Waterworld and I fear the day they're not joking anymore. <laughs> if we get a new one, it won't be as strange. No, it'll be over the top edgy. I hope it, if it's anything like the Mad Max Fury Road, please. Okay, if it's if it's done by the people who did uh, Fury Road, I would watch it because Fury Road was really good. So yes, it was. Before, before we cut out, I've got a fun story about that movie. Oh yeah, I need to tell y'all. Shit, my gas, my gas story. I'll tell y'all after yours, Drew. Okay. You re- okay. You so we went. Wait, gas story. Yeah, I- I'll explain okay, here next- in a minute. Go ahead. Okay, so. We all, friends and I go see this, go see Fury Road in theaters, and you know, of course, Drew, it's coming, it's with me because dating. I don't know where I was going. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's it's the scene where like it's like really panned out. All you see like just barely the cars, and they do the signal flare. It was dead quiet in the theater, and all you hear from her is pew. <laughs> so we all That's looked over like it. we just looked like at the whole the whole theater lost it. We're just like, what the fuck? Nice. But yeah, that movie was I love that movie so much. Alright, gas story before I forget again. So uh the other day I was leaving for it. It was finally my day off from work. I had to go get gas in my car because I was almost on empty. I was like, all right, cool. There's three gas stations in Ryzen. I'll go to one of them. One gas station had been bought by another company and is completely closed down. There are no more workers. There is no more gas. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go to the you know other gas station. So I go there. It caught on fire, so there is no gas station. Lord. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go to the gas station on the freeway. That gas station was closed down because they were doing maintenance and setting up new pumps. And I was like, oh, okay, um, I- I'll drive to Kingsland. May- I'll get gas there. I drive to Kingsland. 
their gas station was closed because they were doing um, they were fixing their pumps and i was like oh i'm gonna try to get to fordyce i i might make it and um yeah i finally found one gas station in fordyce that was open which you know i'm really happy about because gas there was like 297 a gallon and i was like oh it's less than three dollars but everyone closed down was good for you then yeah but my car only had because once you get to a certain point it tells me how many miles i have in gas less and i was on five or less if i remember right i had like five miles left. i was like I don't have enough to get to dad's house because I know he ha he had uh, gas for like his uh, four wheeler side by side, things like that. I was like, if I could probably have made it to dad's, but I was like, no, I'm going to try to Ford ice. And then, you know, I'll call dad and be like, dad, I broke down. Come help me. <laughs> but I, I, like, I can't too busy with Nathan. Well, that's been tangents, everyone. <laughs> I thought it was just a shit talking. I hope y'all had fun. Nathan isn't here. Craig is going into rehab. Drew is playing TMNT, and Jeremy and I are vibing. And good news. Good news. Smosh bought their company back from Mythical Entertainment. Anything else you want to add on that? No, that's it. Cool. Yeah, they bought the company back, right?